Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to our podcast. Tonight is Saturday, January 17th, 2015. We are freedom from covert harassment and surveillance. We are here on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time to educate and assist those who are targets of organized stalking, remote electronic assaults, and more. And to let you know that you are not alone and that there are many thousands and millions of us nationwide and worldwide working together for our freedom. The views expressed during our podcast are those of our callers and not necessarily those of FFCHS. A few announcements before we start. Karen is restarting her call this week after a brief hiatus. It will be on Tuesday and Thursday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, she has a new TalkCast ID, which is 130288. And you can see the perps are still here. Oh, let's see. Okay, there will be scanning sessions by Melinda Kidder on Tuesday and Wednesday, January 20th and 21st, 2015 in Sacramento, California, and Friday through Sunday, January 23rd through 25th, 2015 in Baltimore, Maryland. Those interested in making a scanning appointment may contact Melinda on her cell at 573 There will be a meter reading webinar on Thursday, January 22nd, presented by Neil Chevrier, Dwight Mangum, and Mike Mason. I'll be sending an email uh, this week with the information. It'll it'll start at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and the email will contain all the contact information. We are now approaching our 10-year anniversary here at FFCHS. On Saturday, February 26, 2005, we held our very first conference call hosted by our group founder, Sylvia, in New York City. At that time, we were a gathering of about 30 TIs who were all trying to speak at once. And in those days, conference call programs did not even have a mute button. So we were always at risk of pandemonium. Nevertheless, we persevered and the call technologies improved. Today, however, we have anywhere from 150 to 200 at our calls each week, and each caller can be muted or unmuted as needed. As a group, we have achieved many of our outreach goals, with many more to come in the days ahead. At this stage, trying to reach out to as many as will listen to us is still the priority. And it's paying great dividends, by the way. However, we still need much more and much more often before we reach the saturation point that will bring a much-needed flooding of assistance to our community members and relief to sufferers of organized stalking and directed energy weapons. So tonight, let's examine some ways we can mark this meaningful occasion, which only comes around once every 10 years, 
Any thoughts on our 10 years here? Please start eight on your phone so we can begin our discussion. Okay, somebody from New York, do you have a question or comment? Okay, somebody from California, do you have a question or comment? Hi, is that me? Um, yeah, did you start eight? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Hold Karen. Do you have something uh-huh. you want to? Yeah, I was just wondering if you announced the call. Yeah, I announced it. Cool. Thank you. What's our topic tonight? Did we ever get our psychiatrist to come back? Did we get what? Our psychiatrist that was on the phone the other night. Oh, okay. Um... He said he would be here tonight, so... Cool. Cool. So, um, what we're talking about is um, next month we'll be having... We'll be celebrating 10 years um, of activism at FFCHF. 10 years next month, if you can believe that. Are you gonna discuss the um are you gonna discuss the evolution of and the things we've tried over the years? Um yeah, we can kind of do kind of a review of those things. Um basically uh we have been uh to Congress we have been uh numerous times and people are still writing and calling Congress. Um, in the beginning, it seemed like the thing to do. Um, at our very first meeting, actually, which was in July of 2004, this was in Houston, Texas, uh, we were um, kind of organized by a um, civil rights uh, activist, uh, a preacher by the name of Reverend Gillum. And he was, um, uh, well, he had sent on a message uh, over the Internet you know, telling everybody that he was gathering people together uh, in Houston. He had heard about, you know, people had written to him about being targeted, and he decided that he would do something about it. So he put out a, um, a message and inviting everybody to Houston uh, on in July of 2004, and a number of us uh, showed up there. It's about 30 of us, and uh, and we, you know, we went there, you know, looking for some solutions. Of course, solutions to our situation do not happen overnight. Uh, in fact, it's you know, 10 years later, and we're still trying to 
to get something or one thing that will solve everything. But as you know, there are so many variables in this particular equation. What we are in is a maze. This is a matrix. There isn't one simple exit. There are many exits, and there's all kinds of dead ends. We have searched, and we have uh, dead-ended on so many projects that we hoped would blossom into uh, freedom for us. Um, Surprisingly, though, not one of them has panned out to where it uh, resulted in a release of everybody from this program. We know that that's going to be elusive, um, what has been elusive, and one single answer is not really going to solve all of these variables. So it's a complicated issue, and um, it's going to need more, more than just brawn and muscles to solve this. We are going to need intelligence to put all this together into a coherent, workable solution. This is not an easy situation to solve. So we are here today, 10 years later, trying to put the equation together and make something work. Um, I have some ideas that would make, that could make things work, but we just have to see if they will work. This year might be the year that things come together. Things have been happening a lot more rapidly in the past, in just in the past year, so many things are starting to happen just rapidly, one after another, that we have the possibility, we have um, this year some opportunities to make a major splash somewhere uh, in a variety of formats. So... Um, this is our 10-year anniversary, but it's also possibly a pivotal year for this issue. Um, I'll just start off with that. Any comments after that? Did you say what was done with the FBI? Did you happen to mention that? Uh, did I mention the FBI? Yeah. We had contacted um, them, too, at one point, hadn't we? We have been to the FBI. We have been to the ACLU. Um, and they have uh, characteristically have denied us any assistance whatsoever. Both of them, totally. No one I know of has received any assistance whatsoever from either one of them nationwide. One. Yeah, I, I wrote to the ACLU, too. I got no response whatsoever. Well, some people, you get responses. People do get responses from ACLU, but they are all some excuse or another, some reason why they cannot help. Either it's mm-hmm. the budget or their issue does not fall within their range of um, uh, of what they do, even though their case may have merit. It's always some excuse. We even, at one time, I think it was about 2011, we gathered uh, about 300 signatures on a petition and carried this to the office, the ACLU office. 
and presented this to them. Not a single word, phone call, nothing. It's just been totally amazing. This is the largest human rights group in the country, yet none of, yet has it has not lifted a finger to help one single PI. So that seems to suggest, and that has been suggested by by many, that the ACLU is involved somehow in this uh, conspiracy. Um, that may be true, but at the same time, the ACLU, I, I don't think, can single-handedly resolve our issues. I mean, even it, our issues are basically too too complex, even for uh, a nationwide uh, organization like the ACLU, which has offices uh, in all 50 states, uh, and multiple offices in all 50 states. Um, not a single TI has been helped by them. Uh, the ACLU and all the major ones, the same situation. Amnesty, uh, Amnesty International, um, you know, all the top ones. Uh, positions for human rights, uh, for human rights responsibility or social responsibility. Uh, the Center for Constitutional Rights, um, NAACP, all of them have denied us any assistance whatsoever. So this is a puzzling situation. Where do you get help from? Well, we've really not found a single entity that will help us. It's been totally amazing. However, uh, there is one person, though, that has found assistance, and that's Amy Anderson. She's the only one that has found a, uh, a governmental entity that was willing to listen to her and to help her. That's the only one I know of. And they're still working with her. So I would say that is, that is uh, an avenue that has not been... It's the only avenue, guys the only avenue that has not been explored by our community. But yet, no one has stepped forward to try it. People will still write Congress. They will still write letters to the media. They will still contact um, the FBI. They'll still go to the police. Time after time. But anyway, there are some that uh, will probably be exploring that option this year. Hello, Derek. Yeah. Um, I had one question with regards to the 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 V2K coming in. Is there is there any any type of technology or anything that that you know of that that people are working on that that can pick up or or like prove that this is going on other than EEGs. So in other words, where I, this has been going on for three and a half years in my life, and right now they're they're listening in, you know, they're talking. I can hear them. I know who these people are. One is a circuit court judge. Another is. Um, a, a Cook County Sheriff Supervisor from um, Cook County, Illinois. 
and the other is her husband. Um, I know who they are. I've, I've gone to the police. They, I had a 911 call. They had their brother break into my house. And when I called 911, the police officer that showed up, um, the Cook County Sheriff supervisor was on the phone with him. I heard her, her on the earpiece. I wound up filing complaints against the sheriff's department. I wound up filing um, complaints. Okay. And uh, if, nowhere. If, you wanna, if, you, if you're looking to prove um, uh, the VGK, no. oh, okay. if, that's, if that's your question, if I understand it, uh, what you might want to do is tune into the... Um, into the uh, the webinar that's scheduled for this Thursday, and there will be uh, uh, a few people there, Neil and Dwight, who have um, meters that uh, and some other gadgets where you can measure incoming signals. Okay. Um, the important thing about what we're doing this year that we haven't done in, in prior years. Um, from 2014 onward is that a number of individuals in our community have ventured into evidence gathering, and that is so key, and that's something that we've not really had before. Uh, evidence gathering in, a term, in terms of uh, signals, evidence, you know, picking up what's coming into the home or in your environment. Um, there are some that are working license plates, and uh, various other things. But evidence gathering is going to be key in terms of getting assistance from your local administration officials and anyone else that you talk to, the media or whoever. If you can present someone with some evidence of what you're talking about rather than just saying that this is happening, you know, then, you know, it presents them with um, something that they, something tangible that they can... Um, uh, grab grab a hold to mentally rather than just having to take your word for something that is really difficult for some people to believe. Right. Okay. I, I'll, I'll be on the call Thursday then. Okay. Fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. Derek, this is Jean in uh, Virginia. I wanted to uh, let you know that I was, I'm on the email list for ACLU and they sent me all kinds of things, see if I would support it and uh, sign a petition. And I, I got upset with them one time and, and uh, sent an email back saying, why don't you ever have anything on uh, targeted individuals and uh, offer help for them? And I never got a response back to them, from them. And it, they're always just begging for money, and they never responded to my email when I questioned why they didn't help T.S. Really? Okay, that's that's interesting. They must know something. Yeah. If 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 not any more than just not to help target individuals. Yeah, that was odd. No. They didn't respond because I said you 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 mentioned this and that, and you mentioned uh, about the torture of um, of foreigners overseas, but you never mentioned anything about American citizens that are being targeted and uh, tortured um, and other things. So, um, but I never got a response from them. Right. So. I think they're either complicit or they um, have taken a position about this issue. At least um, to not help. Right, and I wanted to ask you too. I gave the website to Deborah um, from Virginia. She um, says she listened to the eight-hour uh, video on um, Kay Griggs, and she is a ex-colonel uh, and the Marines' uh, wife. 
that and uh, he was a uh, trained assassin, and it was all about the things that are going on. And um, she actually got a preacher, and the name is on her website. To actually, he owns a radio broadcast show and broadcasts a whole eight-hour uncut edition of her video. So I don't know. That would be something that we could look into if he's still living, because I think this was quite some time ago. But um, she's in hiding now. Um, but um, yeah, but that's pretty interesting if you've not um, heard about her. Her her husband would drink a lot and uh, uh, talk yeah, about I, all the things. I, that I've seen. Uh, yeah, I've seen one of her videos. Okay. It's been a few years, but I've seen it. Yeah. Right. Okay, um, let's see, quite a few people are, hold on. Derek, this is Alice. Um, oh, I a couple of things that you might check into. That Democracy dot, com article, we've all read a lot that was um, police officers, utility workers, et cetera, were our government liaison terrorist officers. That Democracy.com was done by Amy Goodman and an ACLU lawyer whose name I think was Silverstein, and they did it from the Denver Collins Denver Courier newspaper. So you might get in touch with Amy Goodman, and that lawyer was working with her on that article. Now, whether he'd help us, and you and I, another people on the call have discussed in the past, it seems with ACLU you have to find a particular lawyer who might work with us. I think one time you had mentioned another one who had done something to help us. And the other person we might research was that Raymond from Maryland or New Jersey who went to the Supreme Court. He had a couple motion dates, and I don't think he ever followed up on it as far as I know. He oh, you're talking about it. Robert. Robert? Um, yeah, he went to the Supreme Court. Uh, uh, I'm not sure where he got the legal reasoning to do that, but whatever it was did not happen. Oh, okay. Well, he seemed um, to think that they would give him a hearing. And... Yeah, I know. It's I, I don't know where he was coming from with that. It's a lot I don't of, either. I didn't but anyway... One thing I did want to mention, it was that some years ago, we nearly we almost had a, um, a congressional investigation. And this is something that maybe some of you who are newer may not realize, that um, we were talking to this uh, congressional committee. This is called uh, the, governmental, the Committee on Governmental Reform, and it's in the House of Representatives. And someone had managed to get a breakthrough with this this particular committee and managed to get some staff members who were actually listening to our complaints. Um, and we talked with them for several weeks. They listened to TIs. Some were very sympathetic. Um, and uh, even to the point of uh, nearly promising us an investigation. Basically, and one of them almost said that if any type of wrongdoing is found within any area of the government, we can investigate that. And that's what they told us in the beginning. Um, but what happened, though, was that after a while, they began to get uh, tired of hearing all the complaints from TIs. 
And so um, they kind of turned on us. And then we started getting, uh, they started telling us to go to the police, you know, get an attorney and uh, things like that. So um, the thing is that um, Congress, the way Congress works is that, uh, I mean, they even told us at one point that just because people are being tortured and dying in their homes doesn't mean that Congress has to investigate. Um, the thing that con- the, what what makes Congress turn, what uh, what makes Congress tick is numbers. And with our group, you know, we may ha- we may have had hundreds, we may have had a few thousand, but what gets uh, Congress's attention is hundreds of thousands, millions of people. They deal with nationwide issues that affect millions at a time. So when you talk about a few hundred people, that does not really interest them. So um, that's the way Congress works. So we are really way out of the League of Congress, and that's something I learned way back a few years ago, that we've got to start, we've got to, um, start smaller. We've got to start at the grassroots. <clears throat> well, that's what Robert was trying to find at the Supreme Court. Now, where he got that ruling, I don't know, but he said that there was a law that said they, if they were requested of the Supreme Court, they were supposed to go to DOD and investigate the matter. Now, whether that is a law that exists, I don't know. Well, I think he was saying the DOJ. They're the investigative arm of the government. Um, and which would be absurd. The FBI is not going to do it, uh, an investigation of us. The other ones, you know, probably doing this. So they anyway, are. that idea was not going nowhere from the beginning. Well, they're all doing it. There are 20 organizations, 20 uh, in Top Secret America's report, there was, I think, 27 departments under Homeland Security that were all doing it. And they just passed the budget for Homeland Security's $40 million budget, so they're not going to do anything for us. Well, of course they won't. Okay, so I have a comment. Didn't this start start with the Patriot Act? Okay, what was he doing? Once again, please. Didn't this start because of the Patriot Act? Okay, I'm not really understanding you clearly. Could you? There might be some uh, noise coming from your line. Could you call back in? Uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hello, this is Mar- this is Nina from Maryland. Can you hear me? Okay, Nina. Someone was talking. Okay. Um, well, uh, you know, we'll come to you next. If someone was speaking before you did. Yes. Who was that person? Okay, yeah, Barry, this is uh, Tim from Laurel's Park, Illinois. <clears throat> okay. And uh, what I want to say is uh, you, you're absolutely right. Um, I'm, I'm 100% positive that this is the FBI that is behind uh, what's going on. And uh, the reason I know this is because uh, I know how I became a targeted individual. And what it was was uh, back in uh, the summer of 2011, uh, the FBI, the uh, Rockford Police Department, 
the park district, they, they were doing uh, uh, like these joint teams and working together and uh, trying to catch drug dealers or whatever. And so at this time, they thought that I was a drug dealer. And it's so not the FBI. They, that's what these crops want to get think. Excuse me? Okay, I'm trying to find out where... I might have to meet everybody. I'm trying to find where the noise is coming from. Okay. I can't hear you. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hello? Uh, yes. Hello? <laughs> This is Mina from Maryland. Can anybody hear me? Okay. Go ahead, Mina. What's your question at home? What's going on? Thank you. Can you hear me, Derek? Yes, I'm not. What's going on here? Okay. Um, yes, I can. Who cares? Okay, hold on everyone. I'm gonna to have to um Okay, uh, there's a lot of noise there, so I'm gonna to have to uh have to go ahead and mute everybody and we'll start again. So, um for those of you that uh had your lines open, please go ahead and start eight and we'll we'll start this process again. I'm unmuting a few people. Okay, those that are unmuted, you might want to ask or question or make your comment while it's quiet. I'm not sure how long it's going to be quiet. What's that, man, Derek? Yeah, who's there? That's Wayne. Hi, Wayne. To SBD, uh, my mic is muted on my phone, so it's not echo for me. Okay, could you repeat that? Derek? Uh, yeah. This is Lonnie in Washington. I just put an interesting alley today. Uh, heard an interesting report on National Public Radio this morning. There is a professor, and I found this country, but this is on National Public Radio here. Uh, he's a professor at Oxford, and he's head of the Future, I believe I wrote, Future of Life Institute. And the lead-in was, can, um, can there be a danger 
in researching and developing artificial intelligence because the reporter understood that he had only heard good news. And this, this professor is raising the question about um, the idea that machines can exceed human intelligence, that computers might become smarter than us, and um, he's raising a question about that kind of tech, uh, technology, technological development. One of the things was the, uh, the reporter said, you mean that children in the backseat of, uh, of their parents' cars today might have to confront this? So it's something that the reporters are at least getting some kind of a heads up about what's going on. Um, the idea was that I believe the professor said it's just like a spoon shovel exceeds human muscle. What we create might exceed our human um, intelligence. As smart as human beings might become able to uh, participate or counter our behavior. He talked about the technology. He talked about like it's not here yet, but he is raising. He is raising the question, you know, about whether it could be or not. But I just thought it was interesting. I believe his institute is called the Future of Life Institute. But the reporter's name was Scott Simon, and he's with National Public Radio. Okay, Lonnie, I, I, I was very busy with uh, some other things. Here, which uh, Thank you. Uh, there? Uh, okay, yeah, who's there? Okay, this is Tim. Uh, I was uh, telling the story about uh, the FBI earlier, and uh, we got to interference. Uh, but what I would just like to say is uh, it's, this is uh, definitely the FBI is behind this. Uh, the reason I became a target individual myself is because I refused to help them. No, it's not the FBI, asshole. You're most misleading people. It, it is the FBI. It's the FBI. Uh, in my case, it's definitely the FBI. Once I refused to help them, they I began getting stung. I began, I mean, they, they did the gang. They were already doing the gang stalking, but they they stepped it up. They stepped everything up. So it, without a doubt, it is the FBI and the government that is behind what is going on to people that are being targeted around the world. And that's why we're not getting any assistance from them because they're the ones that are perpetrating this. Yeah. Okay, well, they're one of the ones. So, yes. Okay, I guess, um, let's see. There's, um, Marion, there's there's some noise coming from your line, so I have to mute your line back. If you might want to try calling back in and um, and seeing if that helps. Okay. Okay, so that was uh Okay, I'll Okay, let me try his line again, see if it's still noisy. Yeah, everybody should remember you have to keep your speaker phone off in the chat. You can't use speakers or your speaker phone. 
Okay, if you have some background noise also, if you could, uh, you know, keep radios and TVs and things like that off in the background because you're hearing something right, right now. I couldn't understand what you said, um, Derek. With my phone yeah, getting... Just, yeah, you know, if you have radios or TVs, things like that in the background, if you could uh, keep those down. Okay. I mean, with mine in particular, doing it while I was talking, while I was because I couldn't understand what you said right afterwards. You said Lonnie, and then that was it. <laughs> that, the rest I didn't understand. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to unmute. There's a lot of people waiting to be unmuted and trying to get to everybody, so just hold on, please. And, uh, and Joe, if you could help me with the uh, uh, indicating where the noise is, I'd appreciate that. Okay. Um, I don't hear anything right now, but... Uh, Hey, this is Alec from San Francisco, Lafayette. Hi, Alec. Hi, I've got um, a couple of comments and then uh, some other statements. Uh, the first thing is um, I just want people to know that CISPA was reinstated on 1-13-2015, and this allows private industry to share user data with the government, and it's like SOPA and PIPA, so they reinstated that whole thing. Um, the other thing I'd like to address is for the people in British Columbia, Canada. On 1-14-2015 at uh, 4 or 5 p.m., I, I just overheard a transmission that uh, a gang stalker um, said that his perps are crazy. Anyway. Uh, Gangstalker said that 2391 just arrived in British Columbia. And it was a female that said that, and I don't know if 2391 was a flight that came from, uh, from I guess, you know, the U.S. to Canada with a Gangstalker on it. So you might want to check that, or I don't know if that's the Gangstalker number. Um, hey, I like, I just uh, like to, uh, we do have a topic for tonight, and that is my 10-year anniversary, so... If you yeah, have any comments okay. uh, related to that, you know, we're kind of taking uh, sure, questions, sure. you know, in regards to that at this time. Okay. Well, I'd just like to say generally that I'm grateful to be able to uh, talk to other people who are TIs um, and um, the various bits of knowledge that help uh, us cope with the torture. I think it's a great venue. I just generally think that we need to be proactive. Um we all need to individually be more proactive and as a group because we know that they counteract what we do. But if we do more things, then they have to counteract more and we have to make them work harder. So, and if we do this in groups, uh, as groups, it makes it even harder uh, for them. So that's uh, pretty much what I like to say. Well, that's true, uh, Alec. They are proficient at getting people to work against each other. So... Um, this is something that, as a community, we have not really quite mastered. Uh, they are extremely manipulative. And uh, and just about every 
Ki um, argument every chaos situation. The perps nearly 100% of the time are behind it. They are extremely manipulative, and in most cases, uh, even the Ti community is unaware of the extent to which they do their damage. We have fortunately survived, you know, a lot of stuff from them, a lot of stuff. But um, but people uh, are really do not really they do not understand that a lot of their own thoughts that they think are their own that they think are their own thoughts are sent to them by the perpetrators, and they are playing one person against the other. Um, we really do need to talk about how to rise above that kind of thing. Uh, we have managed to to um, have managed to uh, to ride out some of these things, but it is uh, really going to take some training. It's going to take some insight to uh, to thrive as an organization, uh, in spite of what they do. Right, right. I'm just saying that to count, de counteract us. Like if we mail something, it'll get lost in the mail. If they'll forward our calls to a cloned voicemail box or something, and um, you know the you know emails will delete, etc. They'll come in and take people's things. So um, the more we're more proactive, the more they have to work and counteract it. So that's just um, well, no. I mean the thing is, um, it's it's. It, it's more, I mean, what I'm talking about is being able to work together as a community. Um, and that's something we, it, it's going to take work. Um, and very few of us are really at that level to where we're able to override uh, the perp's uh, negative messaging. So that's something that we need to work on for this next 10 years. I'd like to make a comment. Um, hi, Derek. This is Deborah in Virginia. I wanted, I, yeah, I want to say, um, although I'm fairly new to your group, probably have only been with y'all maybe six months, um, just the fact that you and the board members and all the leaders and technical people behind your organization has completely kept me alive and, and going. Uh, I want to thank you for for you and, and all the people that are involved in keeping your organization alive. It's it's kept me going. Okay, well, thanks, Deborah. I'm glad to Derek? One person is great to work with so far, even Derek? in the uh, short time that uh, you've been with us. Thank you. Yes, who is there? Derek, can you hear me? Who is there? This is Pamela of Arizona. Hi. Hi, I don't think you're getting my emails. I've been trying to contact you and they're not going through. Um, I did forward you something from the ACLU. They are looking at it this year about, um, rain, they're calling it rain in the surveillance state and it's because of Edward Snowden. I've got the article pulled up right here. I just checked to see if in my sent file, because I sent it to you about a week or so ago, is gone. So I've been having that email problems lately, like everyone. I also wanted to say that, you know, I was 
for the New York people that for what they believe in and going to the police and all that, you know, um, I think that in that question, that is something that maybe Melinda can answer for them because I agree with you. And the reason why I do is because of my past um, for drug abuse and which I no longer do. <laughs> we want to get that clear. Um, the same kind of issues like Matt's dealing with, I'm dealing with. I went down and I pulled my records out of my own city with the police department, and they're wrong. And um, I understand why and my agreements, but I know that I have been set up, and it was, and I know that I was mind controlled right into the hospital. So. Um, I don't think it is wise to go to the police. So to New York, no disrespect. Um, but I think if anybody can answer that, maybe our, our own detective is doing the scanning. Okay, well. And there, and nothing else it is, if you want to see the article of what ACLU is going towards this year, it is up there. Just, um, just talking it's about fine. their issues. As far as the police go, I mean, in 99% of the, the instances, as far as TIs go, they've not really been able to help. And in exactly. some cases, they've made, them, made things uh, worse by carrying people off to the uh, psych wards. Right. Um, and they did try to do that with me, you know, when I when I knew this. But I was set up, and I know, you know, in my city, they don't like me. It's on my past. And I can't okay. change it. Yeah, the, the the police cannot investigate the New World Order. This was detected. So even, even in the best situation, they cannot investigate them. However, you know, basically... Well, somebody uh, messed with my records in there. Basically, let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, okay. Yeah. Basically, what they can do is if you present them with evidence of... Um, of criminal activity, they can investigate and even possibly make an arrest of an individual. And that's something that we're kind of leaning towards uh, lately. Uh, gathering evidence against an individual is probably our best bet at this particular time. Because um, now Richard in upstate New York has been able to do that. He's one of the few that uh, basically has... Uh, been able to achieve a um, an arrest warrant for his perpetrator. We were talking about this last week, and um, hopefully um, he will eventually get arrested. And if so, that would be a major achievement for him and kind of a turning point for this movement, because um, others can do likewise. Now, what in Richard's case, he was able to enlist the support of a. Um, of a non-profit group, some type of advocacy uh, group up there. I'm not sure about the name of the group. Uh, we can uh, kind of find that out later. But they were able to work with, um, this advocacy group was able to work with the police and um, with uh, in getting this information to a judge. Um, and then uh, an arrest warrant was issued. So um, basically that came about uh, because of an advocacy group. So it's not... Um, police usually do not act 
on our behalf in and of themselves. They, they usually work best on our behalf in conjunction with a community group. In this case, in Richard's case, it was an advocacy group of some type that worked with the police to, um, to get his matter before a judge and an arrest warrant was issued. So that might be an avenue for some people that can gather enough evidence to prove that there is this technology happening, affecting their health, affecting their livelihood, affecting um, many areas of their life which is what Richard was able to prove over a period of time. So, in essence, like what I'm saying, finding out, going down there and checking my own information out on myself first, which has been added to, and um, the things, they're not correct. So, like, if I, I'm just saying, if I went to the police department, because I, I did, I had copies made and paid for them, and not everything in there is correct. It's made up and stuff, and days that I, at right when I just got out of the hospital, when they put me in there. Um, so I don't know. I'm just saying, sometimes I wonder, because I know that there's militarized policing, ACLU has proven that. Anyhow, that's my two cents, and I wish them good luck. I, you know, and it is on um, the ACLU site about what they're yeah, looking um, at. Yeah, I would say the, the police can be useful in some instances, but usually not. Um, see, the way this works is that you have to have an advocacy group that is a liaison with the police. And actually, and that's how it works with Amy, the uh, administration, uh, the city of administration, city of Richmond administration worked with her and uh, with the police. So they work best with um, some type of uh, liaison group, whether it be the administration or um, a a community group, uh, something that works in conjunction with the police department because they have a tunnel vision about what they do. So you have to realize that and be able to work the system with the police in order for them to be effective for you. Going directly to them usually is not effective. Okay, anyone else have a question or comment? Please look at the the article, though, on they are ACLU is starting to look at surveillancing. I'm done. I have a question, but it's it's kind of I just got on, and it's kind of more general um, than the topic. Okay, your question. Hello. Yes, your question. Go ahead, please. Um, it it might be a t- off topic. Okay. Um, let's stay on the topic for for a little bit, maybe about an hour or so. And uh, if you can hold your question, uh, we'll come back sure. to you. Thank you. Okay. Any our Please enter not, your password, uh, or if you've entered the wrong mailbox number. Okay. Our topic tonight is our upcoming 10-year anniversary. 
that we have been here, and we've been through a lot in the past 10 years, um, and I think we're making some progress. Um, I think the next 10 years are going to be a lot better than the, than the, the prior 10 years. I will say that. Um, so any, any any comments in regards to what uh, where we are at this point in our activism? I have some comments. Yes, go ahead. Um, I think that um, it's very good and very helpful. Um, I wish it hadn't happened, but it seems that a, um, a lot is coming to light about um, people um, misusing computer skills in the way of hacking. And so as a result, um, the FBI is um, stepping up its program to kind of get more into that. And um, I'm assuming that other um, that some of us have experienced um, that type of that type of um, thing going on. So I think that's very beneficial, um, and I think that they're looking to crack down, um, create new laws to. Um, address uh, many more computer crimes than what we were looking at before simply because um, a terrorist group was using that as well. And so um, I wish it hadn't happened, but I think it's um, helpful to us um, for that to happen. Um, and um, that's that's my only comment. Hey, Derek. Derek, this yeah. is Ryan of Carolina. Can you hear me all right, buddy? Yeah. In regards to our topic tonight, the 10-year celebration, would it be a possibility that we could come up with an idea that would almost be eye-catching or news-catching, where it would at least give us a little pu publicity so that we would be exposed a little more, that there's actually a group of us that have been around for 10 years getting harassed, tortured, aggravated, to at least maybe propel us a little further. I don't know if it's a celebration, a walk on Washington, a dinner at your house. I don't know, but just something on that line. Um, you follow what I'm saying? Just something that would almost, even if we had to call a news place and they're like, they're having a 10-year anniversary of what? And you tell them, and it's just kind of a shocker that that even exists, much less has a 10-year anniversary. Yeah, we could uh we could develop something that will be a change in getting. Um yeah, we can kinda of see what we come up with there. By the way, we have hundred and eighty one uh callers. Uh those who are at the call right now, hundred and eighty one is our number. Yeah, I mean that ain't thousands, but hundred and eighty one people I mean, I know we can't all travel, most of us are almost indigent due to the harassment, I get all that. But if we did something just been eye catching and then it just makes you Right. You know, that's a, that's a great idea. And we're always looking for something attention-getting that could bring uh, some type of light on our issues. Um, and we've, I mean, we've done things like, um, you know, radio interviews, TV interviews. You know, those um, affect hundreds, sometimes thousands of people. So, um, and those are really about those are a good way to get attention because, you know, you can reach lots and lots of people. 
um, with the with the uh, media interviews. Um, as far as uh, anything else, attention getting, uh, we've tried a number of other things like the billboards, um, and you know, lots of people do see those. Uh, we haven't gotten a lot of feedback from from uh, from viewers that uh, that may have seen them, and that's that's the question mark there. What the reaction is? We didn't. We haven't gotten a lot of feedback. Uh, we've gotten maybe like a handful of callers that have seen the billboards. Um, I'm all the way in North Carolina, and to be honest with you, the way I found this group was a picture of the billboard on the internet, and that ain't no. <laughs> what part of North Carolina? I'm near Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, real quick, Derek, would you tell me um, the Amy woman that you said is the only one in our group that ever got help? How did she get help? What did she do? Just a quick synopsis. I don't need the whole story, but I'm not. I'm kind of familiar with her name, but I don't know what she did. Okay, basically, she was able to, um, to enlist the support of her um, city administration. Uh, she went to her vice mayor, who is now the vice mayor of Richmond, and she had a group of people with her, and she presented her with the um, with some documents and also a video of um, I don't remember what the video was up uh, now, but um, she showed she ran this video for her. Uh, she watched it for just a few minutes. Um, she heard from a few of us, and basically she just said, "I believe it," and she was willing. She was very open to what we had to say. So, um, you know, there are some people who will listen to us. Okay, so she basically just found a believer. And just real quick, whoever was asking where I was at, if you'll be with Derek, you'll be glad to get my number. But basically, she found a believer. Right. She she found someone. Uh, and, well, this person at that time was on the city council. She is now the vice mayor, which gives her more um, more power. Uh, to help her and other TIs in Richmond. So, um, okay, well, that's, that's all I needed, brother. And you continue on. I'm sorry I'm interrupting you. That's all I need. Okay. That's fine, Ryan. Thanks a lot. And Derek, okay. before you get going, yes. the, attention, the best attention getting idea I've heard is from a TI the other night was talking about it uh, a parade of several elephants. Across the Washington, <laughs> across Washington, there um, with something about our our issue right there in front of them. That would bring the news. I thought it was you a good idea. You have elephants, uh, Lonnie, that we can borrow. No, I cost, but I said elephants, yeah. But I did, it's not my idea; it was somebody else's. But I thought it was a good one. Okay. Well, I mean, elephants would be attention getting. Um, and, um, I guess, uh, I mean, that, that would be attention getting. I would agree. Uh, uh, usually, um, people in our community do not have them in their backyard or keep them in their house. No, we Uh, cross them. So that would be, I'm not sure where we get them, but, uh, if someone came up with elephants, um, you know, we'd go for it. And, uh. That would get lots of people's attention and exposure to our issues. I would say that idea would work. Okay. Well, check it out. Uh, if, if you can get a uh, uh, number of elephants, 10 elephants, 20, to Washington, D.C., 
You would get married short term. Okay. Okay. I'll look up. It also speaks to the proverbial elephant in the room that um, our issue is. Uh, yeah. Or you could say it's a big problem that um, that um, is is under the radar. Something you kind of hide the elephant with something. I don't know. <laughs> Huh. If, okay. If, um, if you have an envir- an investigator to come to your house and do a sweep and a sweep and a sweep, uh, all they have to do is turn their power off and nothing will show up. Now, I have had some luck with re- reading some residual magnetic sensors off of the bed frames because it magnetizes the bed if they if they radiate the bed. So I've got some I've got some film of that, and uh, but it leaves signatures that they can't turn off. And how did you get those signatures? I use I use a magnetometer on my phone, and I use a high def camcorder to re- to record those readings. I've sent some of them to Derek. I've taken some more since then. But um, it, it shows up, and once they've magnetized a the piece of metal, it's pretty hard to unmagnetize it. Okay, uh, well, guys, this is, uh, this is Dr. Marion, and I had spoken about him earlier this week, and uh, he is joining us today. He is a psychiatrist, actually. And um, uh, a psychiatrist is also a medical doctor. Yes. So, um, he's, uh, he becomes very qualified to our group because he's a personable individual. Well, Derek, I just had a quick qu- um, question or idea. What do you think about, like, filing restraining orders? If we know who is doing this, we could always file uh, restraining orders, and then they'll have to come to court and answer, and maybe we can start to. But you have to be able to prove that they're harassing you somehow. Well, with electronic technology, with quantum camouflage. Yeah, well, Doris, if you can, um, you can uh, take anybody to court as long as you have the evidence to back up the claim. Okay. Put hands on the speaker, Derek. Hmm? Someone's got a speaker on. Yeah, it's an echo. I don't hear one on my Oh, maybe it's me. Hold on. I hear nothing. Silence. Okay. I think it was me. Oh, no. I don't know how, if it is my speaker, I don't know how to turn it off on my phone. I'm on on a cell phone, but it becomes garbled and awful a lot of the time. I mute myself when this happens, and it still occurs. So I'm... I don't think it's me, but I guess it could be. 
So, Derek, um, if there's strength in numbers, then uh, perhaps there is a way to go fishing for more TIs that uh, out of the millions that probably do not recognize that they are. Um, I think it would be a low-cost option to try and um, reach people that they just don't know yet. They know something isn't right. And then because we need we need more numbers of TIs, greater numbers. We, well, we do. Um, let me just say that um, I seem to be noticing that some people are getting uh, muted or remuted, and I'm not remuting them. Uh, so if you find that... Um, you are unmuted and then you find yourself muted again and stop me doing it and somehow the system is, seems to be doing that. So um, if you're getting um, muted, you might want to star eight again so I can unmute your line if you have a comment. Derek? Oh, hi. Go ahead, Jojo. Uh, one idea. Uh, incidentally, thank you that you like the elephant thing. Uh, I came oh, up with that about two months ago. The um, the other thing would be to get some inflatable gorillas. <laughs> and um, the same thing. We're the 800-pound gorilla in the uh, room, out right in front of the uh, Capitol. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one other idea. Do you know those Hollywood spotlights that they use during... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, one of those with Stop the Torture and FFCHS.com on it. And turn that thing on for like an hour or two at night, Mm -hmm. like every other or three or four nights. Turn the thing on. You may be able to rent them. You can also rent the logo that goes with it. It's sort of like our own personal Batman signal in the air. Stop the torture. Stop the V2Ks. Um, It's just a thought. Just put that in the hat and think about it. What about if we file a restraining order against Raytheon and its co- uh, uh, people who do the research for their technologies. Is that possible? We can just, like, put it in the newspaper or something like one big ad and just know that it's a restraining order. They've been put on notice. They've been served. Can we do that? Yeah. we got big lawyers. Yeah, that's the thing about um, Raytheon or something like that. I mean... Uh, I mean, we can do that, but in order to make it effective, you know, you have to be able to back up whatever you're claiming or it'll just be tossed. Well, we have patents. We have newspaper articles that says, you know, produced by Raytheon, they made this thing and that thing, you know, science books. We have quite a bit. There's quite a bit of stuff. There is, but... We just have to be able to prove that it's being used on civilians in our own country and not just part of the defense industry. 
Hey, you guys. Um, I don't mean to interrupt, it's, but I know um, everybody says, you know, petitions don't do much, but there is one on change.org. I think Connie put it in the TI forum, actually, in the FFCHS TI forum. There's like right now 790. You can go to change.org and search petition, um, electronic harassment, um, gang stalking. I should bring it up. Another thing was if you scroll down on that same page after signing the petition, um, supposedly on the 20th, um, I guess the request on the change.org website is for everyone to take to Twitter Facebook, there's also phone numbers, I think, in order to be able to contact the White House and leave a message. So that would be another way of, you know, maybe um, incorporating the 10-year anniversary and on the 20th making it known um, when you do take to Twitter or Facebook or any of that stuff. I just wanted to mention that because Connie had mentioned that it was, she did actually put it in the TI forum on the website. That's excellent. And Derek? Any other questions? um, Yeah. uh, Along the lines of the petition, I'd just like to uh, suggest that um, we take maybe a little web development. I'm sure it can be done, but... um, that we write letters in on mass, for example, to all the members of the uh, Senate Intelligence Committee. But to make it easy for everyone, we need to have something set up, maybe on the FFCHS website, where all people have to do is go out and click send. Because when we leave it up to everyone, sometimes it just doesn't get done. People don't know what to say or who to send it to. So I'd like to suggest that we set up uh, letter writing to write, you know, various groups, human rights organizations, et cetera, and give them an influx of uh, letters from all TIs, you know, 3,000 plus from all the members of the group, and that we make it easy for everyone. That's my all I wanted okay. to well, say. Is that, is that Carla? Yes, it is. Carla. Yes. Um, I would recommend that you spend your valuable energy doing something more productive. Okay. Congress, been there, done that. But have we sent, you know, 3,000-plus letters at one time, like to the ACLU, to Congress, to um, not just individually, but as a group? We could send 3,000 letters to to Congress, but that would only annoy them. It would not get their attention. Okay. Um, I just want to reiterate that uh, we need to wake up the people that had not wake woken up yet that they are that this is happening to them. This is happening to so many more people that it doesn't. If we have an elephant and there's only 800 people's names on the elephant, it's not going to work. There has to be a way to wake up the masses 
to what's going on. And with that, that is uh, will be a very powerful thing to have. Okay, well, I mean, JoJo has a brilliant idea. Mm-hmm. The elephants would definitely work. And if she can bring them up here from the, to Washington, D.C., from the Keys, we would get national headlines. Something like that would work. So short of that... Uh, there's one other thing I might suggest it. Go ahead. That is PIs in a whole bunch of di- different cities across the United States getting red balloons with either white or black letters on them with the stop the torture, stop the V2K with the FFCHS logo on them and release them into the air. I would like to say preferably near some cell phone towers, but uh, I wouldn't go that far. But if you can release them to kind of drift into a major city, Okay, that um, that's looking like something that might be attention-getting. I think it would if it happened in 10, 20, 30, 40 cities. I would suggest acquiring about oh, between three and 5,000 balloons each. The major cost there would be the helium huh. and just filling the balloons, the manpower to fill the balloons and, and set them free. Um, I do like uh-huh. 500 in one place, 500 in another. Just keep going uh, around and make okay. sure that the wind direction is towards the city at that point. A balloon launch, that would be uh, attention-getting. Yeah, and you might have one major balloon in the middle of a town which is not interfering with helicopter oh, Hot air balloon? Um, I would just say a very large balloon, like at least 10 feet across, with the same message, stop the torture. We could actually rent a space for, say, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. in a major city. Actually, you know Uh, what? And keep it out of the way of helicopter traffic. A hot air balloon in conjunction with that event might be a good idea, and uh, and if enough of us chipped in, we could we could probably it'll probably be affordable. Yeah. Oh, you could use the hot air balloon to launch ordinary balloons, non-helium filled, so that they will fall or drift down into a major city. We just have to look at oh, whatever. Um, obstacles or um, anything that might be hurt by that on the way down. We don't want anything hurt. We're just trying to get the word out. What about banners behind an airplane? Yeah, I thought of that too. We could get our own drone for something like that. Ooh, that's a good idea. You could put a drone up with banners. Uh, the drones are about 103 to 150. 
Some of them have their own cameras. Uh, they'll stay in the air for half an hour to an hour, depending upon the battery life. But you could send them up, bring them down, take them like 10 miles down the road, change the battery, send it up, make sure the banner's free and clear, fly it around for an hour. That is, that is yet another um the only problem as is long as it's under 400 feet, then we're, in, we're we're within FAA rules. The other side would use their jammers to jam our RF controllers. Well, let's not um, let's not jump the gun on that one. Let's just look at it as an idea. Yeah. And if they're going to start a cyber war with a drone, then um, yeah. That would be a Great statement, no question about it. It'd certainly be worth the expense, even if they got it. Um, yeah, um, the really super, super uh, deluxe size drones cost between 350 and 500 And they can stay up for about two and a half, three hours. I believe so, currently. But the little ones will cost about 100 $150. You can make your own banner. Banners and freeway passes. There are laws and regulations on the drones that you for public use. Uh, yeah, as long as you're not near an airport and you keep the drones below 400 feet, okay. then you're okay. I believe you still need a private pilot's license originally to have a drone and fly a drone in public airspace. I think oh. we have some... I don't believe you do need a license. You need to be responsible about the use of the drone, but you don't need a pilot's license. But I can assure you um, several dozen of the victims have pilot's licenses. That I can tell you for sure. Worth checking into. Details on that. Yeah, I definitely want to do something about this group of terrorists hitting on us. They hurt us worse than ISIS has hurt a lot of people. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, this is like the American equivalent of some sort of hidden ISIS brigade. And I'm at war with them. I'm at war with them, that's it. What geographic area are you proposing, and what if they get shot out? Well, so you lose a drone. War is war, muchacho, you know. We're not putting those things up there to hurt anyone. The intent is not to injure people or property. True. The intent is to get the word out. And people are going to start looking up the, the site. If they see it all over the place and lights in the middle of the night on the horizon, balloons, drones, they're going to start asking what the hell's going on. Are you, are you a proponent of the contrail theory, of, of the chemtrail theory? <coughs> I don't quite, see that frank, entering. Quite into frankly, I'm not. Okay, what I'm interested in here is what the focal point is. More attention 
on the fact this is going on. Yeah. You know, so we do something outrageous, no property damage, no people damage, and within oh. the law, well, and we're pretty clear to get word out. I've been knocked out in my kitchen and lost a tooth. And they left me a nice letter about how they're watching me and, and doing all sorts of nasty things, which I don't believe most of. But people are getting hurt. Yeah, well, I'm against acts of terrorism. I know. No matter who is doing it. And that's it's what about I told time we took, the, we, we took the fight for them. And the way we can do that is to inform the American people they of laughed what is going on the best we can. They laughed at me when I mentioned terrorism. They are terrorists, and they have a body count. Uh, oh, We've lost a lot of people. I've been in this for 20 years now, and, um, you know, we have our own memorial, our own names on walls. We do. Yeah. Am I, am I unmuted? Yeah, you are. Oh, okay. Um, so I gotta say, incidentally. Well, Derek, what about if that particular police department is willing to deputize the TIs, and we could start making arrests, or at least bringing people in for questioning? Would they go that far? But at the same time, I have had people. The sheriff's department come to my house and laugh at me and leave. So it works both ways. Okay. Uh, what uh, Doris is talking about is that in in Richmond, um, Amy had gotten the police department in a position to where they are um, an ally of target individuals. And that's, that's what kind of, happens when you a, when you get the administration involved. That's a California, it, they right? Become, um, instead of the adversary, they became the ally. So that's, a, um, that's in California, right? It is in California, exactly. So um, I've I've thought of moving there. Right. So the idea is that if, as long as you get the administration involved, they're the bosses of the police then they uh, can really, uh, they run the show, they can give the police, you know, tell the police what to do, how to do things. It becomes a different type of dynamic. My, so my, my police uncle, can become allies rather than an adversary in your situation. They can, they can then be in a position to help you otherwise. Uh, my, otherwise un- then, my, my uncle is the sheriff and doesn't believe me. Okay, well, um, well, we, we're going to be trying some things here that might kind of flip the script, as they say, and maybe change the dynamic of the police uh, situation. And it, it can only come from um, above them. It will not come directly from the police. Which I called the FBI, and they laughed at me. The FBI is not going um, to support well, I'm thinking the mayor is the person. Isn't the mayor who deputizes? I think the mayor is over the police department, right? And is she friends the mayor with the mayor? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he can he can deputize her. 
And she can ask questions. She can start, you know, bringing people in or calling them in to questioning. The the thing is, is that it's it's really up to us to educate these people because they're not trained. And I'm just here to tell you, I've been working on the information kit for a month, and to to intelligently cover about thirty different topics that relate to this, and and show how integrated it is and be able to back it up with as much proof as we can possibly get is almost an insurmountable ongoing job. Uh, But it's it's necessary for us to be able to hand this information packet to all these people in every direction. Because if if you go after a handful of people to try and get them educated, they're going to become afraid that they're going to become targeted or they are going to be targeted. I also appreciate an awful lot of what you do. Well, I'm doing it out of necessity. It's been at least 22 years of suffering for me. Um, And another thing I'd like to present is... uh, Anybody who's a graphics artist, anybody who's creative with words, come up with an idea for a T-shirt that TIs can wear that says something to the effect of, are you targeted with electronic weapons? And then come up with a logo that can become the universal logo for all TIs. And it would be a very simple thing that could be put as a bumper sticker on your car, could be put everywhere, something that you might have on a hat or a shirt, so that all these people that are targeted but don't know about groups like us, we can all find each other and band together to help. There's one concern I have over that, Derek. Uh, right now, if they know that we're on this talk call conference, they're, they're knowing illegally. If we wear a T-shirt or if we put a bumper sticker on our car, that gives them reason to stop us. Not if and it's a symbol. A reason. That's why I'm saying if there's a symbol that's just known by TIs. Right, uh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> I'm only hey, Neil, suggesting Neil, a T-shirt. I'm good with graphics. What's that? Neil, I'm good with graphics. You know that. What kind of T-shirt do you want? Well, I mean, I'm trying to think of something more intelligent than are you targeted with electronic weapons, and nothing's coming to me. I'm pretty overloaded, so I'm asking for the the group out there. But just a symbol, you know, like the Save Our Troops little loop thing, everybody who sees that on somebody's bumper all knows what that little yellow ribbon or whatever it was is. I've got an idea. Go ahead. Okay. Um, that's that's a wonderful idea if you, if you can just put a logo that, that we know about. Actually, you can use something else to kind of uh, start it out like just radiation in general from cell phones and towers without being a target. Don't even mention being a target. Just saying that, that radiation uh, uh, comes from other things other than towers and um, cell phones. It's interested in, then could you give the website or something or how, how we, or is it just to, you got to give them something to uh, site to go on or something, don't you? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and that's why I started the the website called the Coalition for Education of Harmful Technology, 
because I knew that freedom from covert harassment and surveillance would be too hardcore of a title to go on a brochure that you might give to neighbors or the general public to get them to realize that cell phones and Wi-Fi and cell towers are degrading people's health and, and affecting their normal body functions. Right. Just to educate yourself it, on today's technology would be good because people would be interested in that. Well, this is, you know, it's, it's what I've run into in putting the info pack together was where do you start? I mean, most of us know that if you start laying out the technicalities of the variety of technology that's being used covertly, uh, you either overwhelm people or you scare them. And they, some of them are afraid of becoming a TI just because you're telling them how much it could do to somebody without them being able to defend themselves much. Well, actually, what the purpose is is to get more TIs to join, and that way we're bigger numbers and there are more ideas. That's right. Yeah, I have an I have an idea that I think we should launch on our tenth anniversary, um, and I've talked with Derek about this in the past. I think that on our tenth anniversary, we should start an FFCHS international group and join with Magnus Olson's group, and I think. Uh, I would nominate Dwight as president of the international FFCHS International Group because he's well connected with uh, the international, with Magnus and and you know the other TIs uh, worldwide. And I think we ought to come up with a worldwide logo, a worldwide logo that is the same around the world. This. This is affecting the entire world. And while the United States may not, the whistleblowers may not come forth as rapidly as we'd like them to, remember, MKUltra is out there. It, it got exposed. We are just an extension of MKUltra. And to say that there's, you know, we haven't had any help. We've had this, you know, guys like Mark Phillips from the CIA come on and say, whoa, you know, yeah, it's still going on. I mean, they didn't stop it. They changed the names. Well, it, it doesn't make any difference. It, you know, we have had whistleblowers come forth and say this is going on. But I think, you know, we ought to have something memorable on our 10th anniversary, and I think it's time to join uh, the world group and have a, a, a branch of FFCHS become uh, FFCHS International Group. And, and I think that, you know, Dwight could join us with the other groups around the world and I think a world logo would be appropriate. What do you think about that, Dwight, and everyone else? Great idea. Well, Derek is just as well friends with Magnus and all that. Yes, but Derek is like on overload, you know, with just the U.S., yeah, I would be I would be glad to help out in any way I can. I'm I'm going full load uh, from this day forward. I'm, I'm doing nothing but activism. Well, I mean, I just think that on our 10th anniversary, the organization, you know, branching out to an international um, 
uh, you know, an, an international uh, part of our organization would be newsworthy. And I think that the journalists in the past who have written articles like Deborah Dupree and, and some of the other journalists who, you know, have covered some of our topics should be contacted and tell them that we're organizing an FFCHS international group on our 10th anniversary. You know, these are some of our mission statements and our goals, you know, that, that we're trying to accomplish. And there are other TIs in these different countries, and we're trying to, you know, unite the world. I, I think that would be a really amazing thing, a, a real big splash for our 10th anniversary. Okay. Yes, um, and and, and um, in regards to this idea, which is um, which is a great idea, basically, uh, we do need an, an international entity of some type. Uh, the format exactly uh, is something that we kind of need to. Uh, agree on. There's actually in the works uh, an Indian branch of FLCHS. They are organizing the squad sector in India. Also, there is um, possibly uh, the Asians. Well, I, I, think that it, it, I think that's great, Derek, but I think it ought to come right out of our group. We We ought to have we ought to have the FFCHS United States, which you handle, and the FFCHS International Group that could be handled like someone like Dwight, who has a lot of knowledge and friends, and he can handle the international group and unite unite the countries around the world under the FFCHS International Group, and you handle the United States. And I think that's what we need. I, I actually, I actually started a campaign. Uh, uh, let's see, it was last September, and, and started on it to try to get the groups together. Uh, it was called the Road to Freedom. The Road to Freedom, and I even made a Facebook uh, page about it. But then I got uh, uh, stuck on something else, and. Uh, well, I think yeah. it needs to come out of FFCHS. I think we need to have an FFCHS United States branch, which we do have, and then I think we need an FFCHS International. Yeah, and yeah, I maybe think, we maybe we should assign ambassadorships. And, uh, well, I mean, I, Dwight, you 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 travel. You've traveled a lot. You've been to different countries. You know a lot of, you know what's going on. You, you know the technology. You have the ability to unite all the countries. I mean, Derek does not have time to take care of the United States and international. And, yeah, and, and then there I, ought to I, I be. There ought to be some kind of bi-monthly call for the international PI. Do you know what I'm saying? So, uh, like we have this call on Saturday nights, you know, if you unite the countries, then we ought to have a, a once-a-month call for all you know, TIs around the world. But I think we ought to vote on that, and I think that ought to be launched at our 10th anniversary. I think that would be a very awesome way to celebrate our anniversary is to have an FFCHS international group. I agree with you 100%. And, let's do it. Uh, like, like, like Derek said, uh, you know, we went through 10 years and, and we're going on the second 10 years. I believe that this year alone will be equal to five of those past years. That's right. So let's do it. We have an FFCHS US. Let's get the international group started on our 10th anniversary and get it rolling. 
I agree with you. This is a worldwide uh, torture, whatever. Well, that's right. And and on one of the on one of the the the, the talks, when other TIs were brought in from around the world, they basically said they look to the United States for answers. Right. Right. Okay. So we, you know, but we we don't know. We could. The United States were having difficulty getting, you know, whistleblowers to come forth and getting reliable people. You, we might get a, a support group somewhere in one of these countries who's not afraid, you know, to, to, to splash it. You know, I don't know. Some countries are not afraid of, you know, whatever's going on covertly in the United States government. And that may be where it might come to light. You know, another country might splash it all over their papers, and it will hit the worldwide press. Uh, yeah, that, that would be great. Yeah, and we should push this year for more exposure. We should, and and this would be an excellent opportunity. Right. So I I think, I think we ought to you know put that, Derek. I think we ought to put that on the table, and I think on the tenth anniversary, I think that that uh, that celebration we should open up and our FFCHS international group and vote on a president and get that organization you know going parallel with with our U.S. branch. And, you know, Derek, Derek, if you want to head up the international group, then pass off the U.S. group to someone else. And there you have it. Let's get it going around the world and have and, – and come up with a world logo. For right. Okay. That's probably a great idea right up there with uh, elephants marching on Washington. I think that could work. Hello, okay, tonight. something else. That in 1964, if anybody remembers that, way back there was one of the most effective political uh, sections on television, spots on television, was a little girl, a little maybe two-year-old girl picking daisies, and then all, she looks up, and then the world blows up. There's that kind of thing for you as a child. I think because we're thinking about the future, we're talking about all of people, and if we talk about internationally, that's just a concept that came to me when, when Neil was talking about a symbol and you're just talking about an international organization. If, can, if somebody can come up with something that has to do with a child and how this kind of thing affects. Is well, Derek, how do, how do we start an international group? Do we have to vote on it, or can you just say, okay, we're, here's the FFCHS, we're now launching uh, an international branch of, of FFCHS? How does that have to happen? Well, it's, okay, it's a matter of manpower. We'll probably have to do this in conjunction with the board in creating this because it'll have to get approval from them. But I think it's something that is doable. We have to kind of decide on the parameters of an international organization. Well, then and, why, don't we, why don't we focus also, on that to um, also, launch on our 10th like, anniversary? That is like the most perfect time. Okay, we also have to have um, an international group that wants to join with us. I think all those countries over there, I think, you know, if you had someone like yourself or Dwight, you know, with, with the contacts that are out there, you also have, you know, Brian flitting around the world out there, you know. You know, he could be, a, you know, a liaison with some of these other countries and all this. I, I really think that, you know, it's time. It's time to, to unite 
the forces. It's time to unite the TIs. Okay, and I um, think that's, I think do, that do you want to um, maybe go with Dwight and um, maybe you guys could present this to the board or something? I, I was just reading the can, Canadian site, and they have legislation. Okay, just a minute. We're not finished okay. with this. Just hold on a second. We'll, we'll get to you, but we need to finish okay. this please, first, please. Okay. Well, I, okay. Don't, I don't need to do it. I mean, I, you know, the idea is there. Why, why don't you present it to the board? I mean, it's so obvious to... Okay, to, maybe Dwight and Neil can get together and we can kind of... Um, I mean, it's well, a great idea. It's a, it's just, you know, the uh, the details have to be worked out to where it's something that's workable. But it's yeah, a great it seems idea. Yeah, like Neil has his hands full with the technical stuff. Dwight well, it's beyond. I mean, what's basically happened is that we don't have enough manpower and we don't have enough money. And so I have the same vision as you. What I picture is a wheel... And I picture freedom being the hub and us being an information distribution network as the hub passing and sharing information to all the spokes of the wheel, which different countries. Well, that's exactly right. And it doesn't take a lot of money to organize the international group when you have the Internet access and the contacts that are coming in. And I think you may get a lot of people joining, you know, if they have an international group and you have heavy hitters over there. You have Magnus Olsen. You have, you know, I can't think of all the names of, of the ones over there, but I think they will all come on board. And well, they will. They will. It's yeah. just a matter of it's well, a matter of strengthening our foundation, and this is why I went from, okay, here I am learning and sharing and studying about all the technical stuff, and then it came to me that the way to get information out there to do the most good and to raise money from a variety of philanthropists to finance it, that we had to have some kind of a very cohesive information packet that, as Derek said, the Congress isn't going to do anything. FCC, is their hands are tied. The police will say it's out of their jurisdiction. Even, even the police in, in Richmond... They don't have an education in this kind of technology. And after over a year of running R&D with some people that are way smarter than me and studying everything as fast as I can, the intricacy of this integrated system is 60 years of, of development of yes, technology. But, but some, sometimes, sometimes, you know, it, keeping it simple is the best thing. You know, I, I mean, I know that there might be 30 different things you want to incorporate, but I, I, I sometimes think that, it, that if you overexpose, it's too difficult. If you just keep it simple and put well, out, I agree. Put out I a agree. simple, uh, you know, in two or three days, somebody could put out a simple information packet that basically covers worldwide what is going on with mind control, what is going on with, uh, you know, the these psychotronic weapons, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't have to be elaborate initially. Well, no, I mean, that is what's happening. Understand that I saw this, what you're saying, you're right on track. 
is that it's overwhelming. It's overwhelmed me. And that's well, having delegate a... the packet to someone else. I mean, a lot of people have parts of a packet that you could put together. Uh, some people have, you know, I know that Ken Rhodes has some information. I know that Darlene Miles has information, et cetera, et cetera. Dwight I know, I have all that, but I don't have a crew of people to sit there and edit and come up and think... type it out. So I'm doing it myself. Well, yeah, ask, ask, ask for there. volunteers, ask for volunteers, but we're getting off the subject. I really think strongly that to really celebrate our 10th year anniversary, let's organize an FFCHS international group, get it off the ground. I vote Dwight as president, and whatever we have to do to just organize it, it doesn't mean that we have to, you know, go to every country in the first year. Let's just get it organized, and it will, it will snowball and develop itself, and Dwight can handpick people when he needs help, and he can have his own board and et cetera, et cetera. But if you put it off and wait and say, oh, yeah, we have to have more manpower to do this, that, FFCHS would have never gotten off the ground. So, okay, so, um, yeah. let me just make a quick announcement before we um, proceed. Um, I had to um, uh, mute Dr. Marion um, uh, because there's some noise coming from his line. Um, if you, Dr. Marion, if you could please um, hang up and call back in. Um, and hopefully you'll have a better uh, connection. But there's some noise um, coming from your line. If you could uh, hang up and call back in. And also, uh, somebody might be able to round up, Derek might know all the journalists who have written articles in the past. If we organize an FFCHS international group along with our 10th anniversary, they might report on it. Um, and I also think that it would be a good time to call on some of the scientists, research people, Dr. Hall, Dr. Duncan, uh, you know, Mark Phillips, uh, Dr. Baggage, Nick Baggage, all those people to maybe make a statement for a news article that the journalists could put out on our 10th year anniversary, uh, um, etc. And I also want to mention that there was a scientist who I talked with uh, uh, a couple weeks ago who said that there was a 6,000-page government document that he discovered, and within it, I don't know if it was the Department of Defense, I need to clarify that, it stated right in there on one of the pages that the government had the right at any time to assassinate, torture, et cetera, any American citizen. That is the NDAA. The what? The NDAA? The National Defense uh, Authorization Act. It is an act that they, they, they took up after 9-11. That was almost 15 years ago. We have already... Uh, Bin Laden is supposedly dead. We, we supposedly have already gotten him. Why are we still under the NDAA? Okay, well, if we if that if that is true and that's valid, 
That is exactly why the ACLU will not take up our cause, the FBI laughs at us, etc., and the police will do nothing. If that is still in force, then it is legal for the government to assassinate, torture. It went on to say all kinds of But it of is treasonous. It is a treasonous act. Okay, it well, act but what I'm trying to people. say is it is law. Today it, it doesn't is- matter, though, because if when you have agencies like Blackwater <laughs> using covert technologies, they consider themselves to be the elite above the law, and they don't care about the law yeah, you're because missing- they can oh, get away boys, with what they're boys, doing. Boys, you're missing the point. That National Defense Authorization Act is law. It is But it law. is an illegal law. It should it, be repelled. Okay, but it is not repelled. It is voted in, and, and who's to say it's illegal? Well, Nobody's I tell you what, let, let me go to court and let them tell me that due to the NDAA, I can't do nothing, and they'll see what I can do. But but you're missing the point. It, the way, I don't care about the point. The point is the it, point it, is it's illegal. Okay, who says it's illegal? You? I do. Okay, yes, I do. Well, it is but you're not the government. You see, you're not uh, the government. There's illegal. a group right now called NDAA, and there's a lot of people that are trying to get this stuff. Okay, well, what I'm trying to tell you is the only people that can stop it are the Senate and the Congress are the only way that the NDAA uh, AA can get that law repealed because whether it's a good law, whether it's a bad law, whether you think it's illegal or not, it is a law, and that is what the ACLU and the FBI is using, and that's why they will not stop this. So right, I put a lot of links. I put a lot of links on the chat room tonight, and a lot of them have to do with the government's nudge system. Why do people not open their eyes to this? The nudge system is influencing people in the United States. How can you vote logically for a candidate when you're being influenced? Well, the point that affects us as TIs is this law. And this scientist searched it down and found this law, and this is why we're not getting the help. Right. It states that it is legal to torture us without cause. It is legal to assassinate us. So we all agree it's heinous. It's evil. Our constitutional families are rolling over in their graves. But what what we should be concentrating on is getting this act, this law, repealed. And the right. only way you can get, I agree. the only way to do that is to get to the Congress and the Senate now that we know exactly what law they're using. Well, first we have to have exposure so we don't get laughed out of the Congress That's right. or whatever. Well, you're not going to get laughed out of it. The Senate Intelligence Committee knows that this is going on. Oh, yeah, not, they know. And they're not doing anything because this national defense law is law. Maybe we should bombard the Senate uh, Intelligence Committee with uh, 
letters. Maybe we should all bombard them and say we're tired of this. Well, no, we need to reference this law. We need to say this is being done to us legally under the National Defense Authorization Act. Which So what, what you've done is, good job, boys. You've approved a Holocaust and genocide of innocent American civilians. How do you like that? But the problem is that the technology is set up so that it wouldn't matter if it was legal or not legal because you have agencies that are also monitored with remote neural monitoring by other agents. So if somebody doesn't follow protocol and do what they're told, they end right. up tortured or in the ground. Okay, l- listen to me again. You it's can do nothing for our cause as long as there is a law on the book that makes it legal to assassinate and torture any American civilian. We're, we're, we're beyond right. whether law is not going to matter at this point. Yeah, we're 100% behind you. We know what you're talking about. The okay, problem so, is so that what, we first have to expose this crime and embarrass it. Well, it's already exposed. We we need to just, you're right, go to the Senate Intelligence Committee letter after letter and go to the newspaper. Go to it's the only journal. exposed to those targets. I Everybody have never, seen, I have never seen a journalist that has worked on our causes uh, quote this law, National Defense Authorization Act, that is legal to assassinate, torture people. And guess what, folks? This is what's going on in America, and they're called targeted individuals. I have never seen that before. Please turn your speakerphone off or your speakers off if you have them on because they're causing feedback on the line. It's not coming from my phone. Yeah, I'm not on speaker either. But anyway, so, okay, so I'm done. Let somebody else talk. But, Dwight, I really would, uh, you know, uh, Derek knows who I am. You're welcome to get my number. Uh, But I I really would like to see whatever it takes uh, to get the FFCHS International Group launched on our 10th anniversary. I'm behind you. And let's get a world. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Let's get a World Group logo, and since we're talking about our 10th anniversary tonight, um, I'm going to, you know, be quiet now, and I'd like to hear what all the rest of UTI think about an FFCHS International Group branch and how you would feel about Dwight as the president and getting a World Group logo. So I'm going to let go now, and I and I am so – I want to say for my life uh, – FFCHS has done a great deal to keep me alive and help me, and I love Derek more than he will ever, ever know, ever in his whole life, ever know. Yeah, we, we all do, and, uh, yeah, this is very hard, and we need to do something to stop it. It's just, uh, what do you do when your government is behind it? What do you do? Well, this is exactly why... We know now the law that they're using. We know the law. If, if it, it, you know, we need to get that law. I mean, that law, we need to sit in front of Walmarts and have voters sign a petition to repeal that law. Yeah, we do. I mean, that's what we need to be doing. Forget going to the police departments or your mayor. You know, they're going to they're, they're gonna have no power because they're going to, you know, when you come back to the law. Oh, Tom, oh, he said the same thing six times. There it is. Okay, well, I'm going to turn it back over to you guys. Dwight, uh, Derek has my 
my information if you know you want to call me for the international group i would I would really just be so excited for all of us to unite the world and what's your first name again? Derek has all my information oh okay okay want to do it um I, I would just like to go ahead Derek um go ahead, Neil. Uh, I just wanted to quickly report that I finally got a couple of rolls of link stat from the Netherlands special oh, order boy. emergency. So uh, in all my embarrassment, it was beyond my control because they they were doing a, another run of an improved product because they're getting so much demand for uh, RF grade protection link stat messed up their first run so she had promised it to me in December and then turned around and wrote me and said you know it may be February and it may not even be that we've we we didn't meet our quality control standards I have two rolls left in the Netherlands uh, that have a little crease down the middle of the roll and I said it's an emergency send them to me so uh, I just got them today and I'll be sending everybody's orders out and then I've already paid for the the new order when, whenever they manage to get their new product line up and right. So just so everybody knows. Well, that's great news. Well, it's a help. And as far as the info pack goes, you know, just so people know, uh, what's going to be posted on the website after it's edited and approved by the board. Uh, and I would like some of my editors to be. Uh, of these top-name people that the lady on the call mentioned uh, so that they can add or make comments about anything that might be too speculative because it's very hard to tie it all together. Um, we're we're going to put it in a format that you'll be able to download and print a brochure on one particular topic that might be just for mainstream public people uh, and then all the other topics will be on other brochures, and then there'll be a, another format for a whole printable PDF of the, the full information packet covering all the topics that were necessary to cover. So okay, look forward let me just to that. say that. Uh, let me just say that, um, Dr. Marion, there's still some noise coming from your line. I had to kind of uh, uh, mute your line. However, if you have something to say, uh, star eight, I will unmute your line so that you can, you know, say what you need to say, but I'll have to mute your line back after you finish. Okay, so if you have something to say, by all means, star eight, and I'll uh, open your line. Okay. Um, uh, any other comments? Things have gotten quiet for some some reason. All of a sudden. Okay, we're talking about um, the 10-year anniversary of FMCHS. If you have a question or comment about that, feel free to join the discussion. Star 8 is the request to talk feature on your phone. But I cannot open your line. I, w- I would like to say that uh, Sean Stone had on a, a pretty nice T-shirt one day. It had a target on the front that said, I am not a target. Oh, yeah, I know.
I want to say that I think that JoJo's idea of the um, spotlights uh, is a excellent idea. We can like have people around from FFCHS with really nice, sophisticated pamphlets to hand out to people who come to find out what what it's about. That I think that would be a great way if you could do that in major cities throughout the U.S. I think that would be a good way to get some notification out there. I like your idea very much. That's all I've got to say. This is Linda from um, Central California and Dwight. I think you'd be a great president. I'd be glad to be an ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Linda. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. <laughs> Is JoJo still here? Is she still, is she still on? She's still on. Uh, JoJo's on. Oh, JoJo, thank you very much for the support. I just want to break this a little bit. Uh, thank you very much for the support the other night. I appreciated it. That's all. Yeah, and I'm going to put a link here on the chat line uh, about people Hello? against the NDAA. It's called Panda. Hello? I Hello? Can't, I can't Go ahead. Hello? Go ahead. Okay. Hi. <clears throat> this is Florida Titusville. My name is Lana. You know me. I want to say several things. Number one, congratulations on doing an outstanding job for 10 years. This past year was absolutely great. A lot Thank has been lot. accomplished. And uh, today I heard... A lot of good ideas, guys. It looks like we are getting somewhere besides of being emotionally sharing, you know, how we are being hurt and stuff. Why don't we have a plan or, de- you know, deadlines or kind of calendar, balloon march, um, you know, where, when, how, who does what. Let's do some specific things. Um, repeal the law. How, when, what, etc. When, you know, people are getting uh, together. Um, we are talking about 2016 elections, stuff like that. This is good timing to do this. Let's collect signatures. Let's do something specific. Uh, we have a lot of things to be done to get exposure to what is happening to us, and. Um, the idea about international brand. Hello? Go ahead. Um, this is a great idea, but number one, we need to have a clear idea what it is we will offer to the international community. As far as I know, um, the German people already connected to the uh, New York branch uh, group, and uh, they are doing something, as you know, they had a first international TI, international conference. So they seem to be organized in, you know, in some ways. We need to know what it is we put on the plate, you know, what will attract people for, to become, uh, to unite. You know, we don't want just name ourselves, we're international, and then nobody will come. If we do something, let's do it right. I would like to do whatever I can in that direction. You know, I travel a lot. I have traveled. I'm political science um, instructor from college. So I, I have some background with um, doing international projects. 
and I would like to contribute something. Uh, and another thing is, uh, we are moving a kind of a, uh, in one direction. As far as sexual part is concerned, it's about frequencies, um, you know, mind control and stuff. But there is serious things happen right around the corner. We have organization that is called FBI National Academy Associates. This is a private 501 uh, organization that is uh, is getting uh, very serious, heavy military stuff into law enforcement. Um, they are specifically, I researched that, and um, they are using uh, uh, new, very new type of lasers. Some of them are invisible CO2 laser. They beam, they burn, specifically target the eyes. You know, we have to pay attention to what's going on around the corner, guys. This is uh, militarization of the police is going on. I'm not against police. We have very good police in Titusville. But there is private, private organization that is militarizing with the laser. That is my concern, too. I would like to hear somebody say something. What do you think? Is it good news or bad news for us? I'm done. The militarizing of the police, is that what you're asking about? Yes, law enforcement. I read today article in Space Coast, mm -hmm. a local newspaper. It's called Space Coast in Florida. And they have a big article how they are militarizing. It's called Data Laser, yes. in, introducing this laser into patrol. And, um, and Florida is number one selected as a national, like, experimental type. It's called SOAR, Search Operation Aerial Response, will be a new patrol team. That the law enforcement is restructuring. It will be in the air as far as I see. And uh, they call a new uh, law enforcement aviation technology program. Uh, they will be introducing laser, um, the green beam ocular distractors, they called. Uh, I, I have experience with burning my eyes. I, I cannot say who that does. I know it's very serious, guys. Uh, serious stuff. There are pictures on the internet. It's no, um, there is, um, it's no secret. Articles are published already, and there's a very sophisticated, detailed explanation of three types of lasers that are going to be used on Wikipedia and also uh, shielding, how people have to shield their, they, um, it on. Anna. Lana, uh -huh. um, I have someone that uh, has a comment to make. Um, I wanted to go ahead and make a comment because um, his line is his line is noise. <clears throat> so, um, let's see, Dr. Marion, if you have something you want to say, go ahead, please. Uh, well, I was just thinking, why not wear a T-shirt around that says on the front, "The FBI is watching me." And then on the back that says the NSA is watching you. Hmm. <laughs> That's <pretty> good. <laughs> I like that. 
Yeah, that's something to think about. Good one. Well, at least that would get questions. You know, people who want to know what we're talking about, that would be good. <laughs> hey, this is Alec from San Francisco Lafayette again. I made a vest that I, an old vest that I had, and on it I wrote, and I've been wearing it, I've only worn it a couple of times, but I'm not done with it, and it says, I am a targeted individual. Um, let me pull it out here so I can read it. Stop torture via remote neural monitoring slash viewing, voice to skull, parentheses, V2K, silent sound, spread spectrum, directed energy weapons, Verichip by CIA, NSA, DOD, DARPA, and law enforcement. And I wrote stab in the leg by the Contra Costa slash Lafayette police. Um, and on the top part, I have an ELF sign where I put a circle around it and a line through it. And uh, on the front of it, I have RF hearing effect. Then I got my little anarchy sign. And then I have HR 2977. And I just have a little bit more of the front to do. But uh, I've been getting, you know, I wear it around. And uh, people driving by look at it, um, you know, read it. Um, nobody's approached me to talk about it yet. But, uh, you know, they know what's going on. Um, I'd just like to let people, like to reiterate that the police, I live in the same county as Amy Anderson, and I respect her and what she's been doing, but once she gets to the county level and this goes up, there's going to be a problem because uh, there are 300 Contra Costa cops that have been paid to listen in and take part of my torture, and I know a whole bunch of them. Um, and I've also had a cop with a gun on the floor of the hospital and I've talked to the internal affairs person here about the situation, which is at the county level, and uh, he uh, never, I spoke with him, and he denied that these cops were ever part of the police force. Then I mentioned I was being gang stalked, and he immediately said, no, I wasn't. This is Alan Shield. So I'm just letting people know that the police are in on it, and the protocol is like when you make a call about this and when you're being, you know, electronically harassed, and their protocol is to take you and put you in a psych ward. That way you're discredited, and then um, and uh, you ruin your legal chances of credibility, which is why they stabbed me in the leg, because you wanted to make it seem like it was a danger to myself, which I would never freaking do. So, um, you know, let's just not, you know, I just want people to know the police are in on it and the other ones that have this equipment, and I know a whole bunch of them. And that's just part of it. I mean, the CIA, this is a CIA program, too, and the NSA is involved and uh, everybody else. So, um, may, I, may I comment when you're finished? Sure. What happened to it? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I agree, but not all police are. I've had several police very interested because their phones went totally blank when they went to look up gang stuff and they never heard of it before. Um, a very close family member of mine, couldn't be closer, is a police officer. Um, they half, half of them, I would say, or more than half, do not know about it. Um, as to that best issue, the best thing, and if we want to show proof, I have solid, solid that anybody can obtain if you're being hypnotized. Go to Pokey Bowen's or Lowe's and you get that very thick window film. 
put it in your hat. Wear it. Make the best out of it. You can. Very strong material. You'll see the holes. They don't penetrate, but there's a thousand of them. I have them up on my window, and I have to replace them every now and then because they are covered with holes. There's proof. Take it to the police station. Say, what is doing this? What could be causing this when I wear this in my hat? Why? Why is it happening to me and nobody else? Put it in your hat today and see if it happens. You know? I mean, that's how I protect my head. I wear it in a cap. But if you want to make a vest out of that, it'll have holes in it, and people will, might really pay attention, and the police also may pay attention, the ones who don't know, because you can't tell the whole part, and I'm positive of that. Yes, I love the best idea, and I especially no, like the fabric. Showing the holes. Showing what? Showing evidence. What's happening? I've got evidence. I know people. <laughs> I oh, I could name sixty people involved with this. No, but the thing is, person. the way the work, you know, the way this stuff works yeah. is that there's a thin blue line, and if you if you do something against it, then you have to take a reprieve, and they make you do stuff uh, that's yeah. convoluted. <laughs> and then um, the people that are good cops that don't want to get involved with it aren't involved, and they go out and make it seem like, you know, nothing's going on. They do their job and give tickets and do whatever else they have to do. But there's, you know, a large group of people that are making a lot of money off of this and, and, and being tortured. So, yeah, they're, you know, and they'll cover it up, you know, and the people at the top of the internal affairs or the chief of investigations, they're corrupt in this county. So, um, you know, there's no place to, to go above it. So, I, I, I mean, have a I'm question. Just, if, if this NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, says it's legal to torture and assassinate U.S. citizens, then as long as that that act is legal, then what good does it do any of us to go to the police or the FBI or the CIA or, you know, the ACLU? This act is legal. It's the state state state. So listen, this act is being discussed. I watched it on this stand. It's, uh, it's not that simple, assassinate any uh, American citizen. No. There are some, you know, clauses to it. It's not just plain assassinate citizen. No. It is on suspend being discussed as we, uh, you know, as of today and yesterday. I watch suspend a lot, so I heard a lot of discussion regarding this. But it's not about just anybody, no. It doesn't matter. They they can, you know, they lie about the reasons. So they they can somehow fit you under that act. And they're not going to help us until the act you have connection. It's not that simple. Wait a minute. What is the NDAA Act? Is that a federal title That's law? That's what the FISA court uses. The FISA court uses to approve, uh, you know, the the torture of all of us. Uh, is it? A, is it in the federal books as a federal title, or is it a state law, or where is it written? Dwight will have to answer that. Can we get a copy of it somehow? Maybe read it online some night or get it online? 
Dwight, are you on the call? Yes. Okay, he's... Um, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Uh, the NDAA is available. All you got to do is Google it. Well, can you read that, that part of that law yeah. to us? Uh, it's a very it's a very big package. I don't know. Let me let me look. There's for just it. like one paragraph where it states, and that's what the FISA courts are using. Let me see if it comes up as a PDF. If it does, I'll be able to search it. Uh, uh, go ahead and continue talking, and I'll look. I don't, I don't you, okay, and do, do you know in line with that if there's anything in the Patriots? Act that they can also do that because the Patriots Act gives them permission to do everything, anything. Well, what what the NDAA probably doesn't cover, the Patriot Act does. That's so right. until uh, so until these two acts are, you know, these two laws are, you know, changed to, you know, that ordinary citizens or whatever till our rights are restored. I mean, it's going to continue. And no law enforcement is going to go against federal laws. How about going after the weapons? The only, the only, the only way you're going to get it. The word torture is used. It doesn't state what kind of torture. It just says they have the right to torture you. Well, if the weapons are illegal, then it's going to be harder for them. Well, they're not illegal for the government to have. No, not now. I mean, what Hitler did, he never committed a crime. Because all what he did was not even in a crime thing. He never broke the law. Never broke the law. Because there was no law for what he did to those people. It's not a law. It's just an act. Act. It's not a law yet. And it's being discussed. The legality of it and how it relates to the Constitution. It's been discussed. It has been discussed. And it is being discussed. Guys, anybody could comment what you think that... Patrol officers are equipped with laser lasers, which are called ocular distractors. They hit the eyes, disable you by hitting your eyes. What do you think about it? Yeah, the the only way you're going to get that act changed, and it's not going to happen right now. You're out of your mind if you think that it's going to be changed with what just happened in France. There is no way that you're going to get the government to ever change it. You need people. You need the American people to stand Good. up and to say that, that they want to change. That is the only way you're going to get that change. It'll take a, an act of God to get that change, especially with terrorism the way it is. And as far as the international community, it shouldn't be Dwight. You have people that are international that have been on FFCHS for a long time. It should be one of the people that has been within the international community that should be running the international group. They, and the reason that's any business, that's what people do. They take someone from the international community to run the international community. You have the American group, which Derek runs. You want somebody from international that knows the international laws, someone that's been with FSCHS for a while to actually run so that they know, because uh, they know what's going on internationally. You don't want somebody from America doing it. You want to bring everybody in cohesively as a group, and the best way to do that is to be no, we want somebody, from we want somebody. No, we want somebody on the inside uh, within our group to do it. We, we don't want to pick up somebody new. 
That well, that's what I'm saying. You have all kinds of international people. You have John Finch, that's Penelope. You have Agnes. Uh, you have all kinds of people that are out there. Find somebody internationally that everybody uh, right. internationally right. already knows. And yeah, do right it now, that I'm way. communicating with uh, some people in China. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter, Dwight. It's not. It's nothing against you. It's just all. That's what most most groups do. That they don't pick. They already have the American group. They, you want somebody internationally to run the international group. No, we don't want somebody from the international group uh, heading up our group. No, no, no I'm we talking don't about want some, someone international I'm, heading up our group in the international branch of FSCHS right now. I think we need an insider to get it up and organized. You, and what I'm saying to you is and you have insiders in that are from the international group. You have you have calls that are going on with the international community that have been going on for a long time. It should be one of them that Derek knows that is an insider that runs the international group. What is that court back in Denmark? Is that an international court of civil rights? It's in Denmark or one of the Scandinavian countries. Belgium. And I think we can file what? Belgium. In Belgium. What's the name of that court? And I think we have the right to file our own lawsuit directly into that court. It's the, the uh, what is it, the Frake? No, that's not it. Uh, I forget the name of the international court. I've actually contacted them. It's an international time. court of civil rights, isn't it? It's the Hague. Human rights. It's the Hague. I can't remember the name of it. The Hague. International I, Court of something. But I think we can file a lawsuit directly into that court if we had the money to do it. And I don't know what it would cost us. Or if well, we would you're not going to get anywhere if there's laws on the books in the United States making it legal for the government to torture. But if that's a civil rights case, if that's a civil rights case, then we can ask Jay Sekulow at... 700 Club of Seed Christian Broadcasting Network. He handles cases, and sometimes outside of the Christian community, he will take a civil rights case. And that might be a thought to ask him, and what he does is specialize in going to the Supreme Court. And Hi, this is Connie. I think one important thing is um, TI seem to indicate that they do not consent to this human torture program, experimentation, or targeted individuals, or FISA judges' approval to target certain Americans. Because I guess when you don't say you don't consent, they silence means you consent. So saying you don't consent is very important. Well, listen, guys, you, I, I, you already think the government doing it. It is not necessarily the government. There are also people who buy all these lasers and hurting people. There is an article on Wikipedia that says directed energy weapons are lasers. They operate on green and red EMS spectrum. 
This, what we need to get, oh, listen, may I say something? We need to get to the point that each case is investigated. We need people respond to our complaints by investigating the cases. Then we will know what's going on. We have to get the evidence. Hello? Yes. Yeah, the International Court is the Hague, H-A-G-U-E. Hague is for criminals. It's not human rights. Hague. I'm sorry. We don't, I don't want to hear what, what you're saying because of the echo. Is there any way we can change that, Derek? Beth, I had to mute your line because there was some noise coming from it. So if you have something to say, start eight. I can unmute Hey, there was a gentleman in the background trying to say something. Uh, we have to get the irrefutable evidence, and especially when it comes to injuries being caused by lasers. And when we have the evidence, we have to contact the uh, police officers and, in this case, politicians that are lawyers. Who, who is this? I recognize that voice. Who is this? This is Bernard here from Canada. Hey, hey, Ber- uh, Bernard, how are you doing? Well, hanging in there. We are getting, I, I hear- we are getting every day, and it is I not hear- just only lasers, but we have to uh, collect evidence that cannot be refuted, like injuries that are being caused by direction that, uh, directed energy weapons, like lasers or masers. And yes, one, exposure. Uh, yeah, we have to. Uh, what they cannot debunk, what they cannot blow off. And it is not necessary that most of the perpetrators, that they are government agents. There are organized criminal gangs all over the country, not just only in the United States, in Canada, in Europe, and and especially in Germany. My friend is sitting right beside me. She had to flee from uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, to come here to eastern Canada. But she jumped basically from the fire into the frying pan. Because the resources that are available, but it has been already, already documented. Uh, look on Monarch Project: Torture of Innocent Men, Women, Children, and Animals. Uh, Bernard, are you still having trouble with your cattle? Well, I saw it more cattle, but we are being nonetheless. We are being targeted, but uh, we have to document uh, the injuries that are irrefutable. When we talk uh, voice to skull and things like that, we can be thrown off and be branded as a lunatic. And that's the reason for us in the lunatic. And uh, as I said, what I said, we have to gather evidence, and this is what I've been doing over the last few years. I presented uh, the evidence, documented it, and sent it per registered letter to members of parliament, to MLAs, to police officers and police officials and government officials. And there is a law. I think it's the same in Canada as it is in the United States. They are, when they are lawyers or police officers, they are officers of the court. And when they are being given evidence of crimes that have been committed and they don't take the necessary steps to have it properly investigated, 
they become criminally liable just as much as the criminals who commit the crime. Absolutely. We have to make nails with heads and nail them down. Yes. And then as a good help is the Internet. You know, publish it. The mainstream media, we cannot expect much from them, if anything. You know, we have a saying in German, they walk around uh, like, the cat ar- like the cats around a bowl of hot porridge. They nibble a little bit here and nibble a little bit there, you know. We all, we all agree. We all agree that the government has advanced technology. They develop that kind of stuff. They also have disgruntled employees who can leave with that technology and sell it to the highest bidder. As I say, it is a, basically a whole new crime scenario. It's basically open for all. I think we need to go against the doctors. So including, including doctors and psychiatrists. Yes. The government has, has been dragging me just for two and a half years through court, and they wanted to pull off the stunt. And as the last stunt, they wanted to have me put away indefinitely in a mental institution and drugged up. So, one of the attempts so, they succeeded had to back off. So you're saying I'm an evil person, even though I am a TI and here and providing support. And I'm... I am being subjected to all sorts of nasty stuff, but the psychiatrists are evil, and they just want to lock you up forever. And, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to disagree with you on that. Yes, this is what I have to say. Most of the psychiatrists, all of the psychiatrists, sooner or later, when they realize that they have to take a stand, they got weak knees, and they buckled over. And this one doesn't. Pardon? This one is stronger than hell. Well, Are you a psychiatrist? Sir? Yes, yes. I'm sorry, go ahead. Are you a psychiatrist? Sir? Yes, Thank I am. Thank you, guys. Um, I'm just familiar. Thank you. In fact, thank you very, very much. In practice, 15 years. Excuse me, uh, psychiatrist, uh, good information for you would be on YouTube, Dr. Colin Roth. Uh, say that name again, please. That's Dr. Colin Roth. He's a psychiatrist also. He knows does all he, about this. Does, does, I remember seeing a YouTube video uh, with an anesthesiologist and a veteran. That's Dr. John Hall. That okay. Look, look in YouTube for uh, Dr. Colin Ross, or, or type Colin Ross. I'll, I'll do it right now. Let's see. Uh, let me make sure how how you spell his name. Okay, Derek. Okay, that's C O L I N. Is his is his name? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's C O L I N L R O S S. Okay. Bluebird. Uh, 
I'm delighted that a psychiatrist has joined us because well, um, we can be this, of help to him and he this can be valuable to us. I can be valuable to you, but it, but it represents a risk to me. So I want you to understand that. Oh, well, no. do as much as you feel comfortable with. I won't have so many. I won't have. I'm sorry. Okay, let him finish, please. I will have so many people coming to me trying to validate themselves, and there really are schizophrenics in the world. But at the same time, the TIs are made to look like schizophrenics. Correct. Well, the question is, what can we do about it to try and get that stopped and to get the doctors and psychologists and psychiatrists to realize that what I they're shall. doing is thing is wrong. They know I, it's wrong, I believe. Who I is shall. asking them to do it and why are they doing it? I because they're trying to help you the best way know how, but the way I learned around it is to shut the hell up whenever I was talking to them. But the police pick up our TIs Take them to the emergency room. The emergency room doctors put them in a mental ward if they talk about any of this. If they go to the police department, if they're arrested, they put them in a psychiatric ward if they talk about what we're doing and what's happening to them. Uh, May I say a word here, please? Yes, go ahead. Uh, This gentleman is new to the group. He's Uh new to the resources we will need time to yes. examine what the proof is of yes, their look at the resources and then decide where he can be of the most value with the least amount of risk um, to himself and to us. First of all, I've got to get my income back. Is there is there a Colin Ross Institute? Is there a, okay, could you repeat what you said? Is there a Colin Ross Institute in in Canada? Yes, yes, there is. It, that's it. Okay. Yeah, and I agree with, with what the lady said. We could not over inundate our new member with any past. By the way, the first thing on his on his page is called dissociation. And when you are hit with with electronic attacks and you're hit with demeaning things what you do is dissociate. You you completely kind of zone out. The long-term victims, sir, have gone into complex traumatic stress. And the dissociation is very difficult to shake off. 
Well, Derek has some good news lately. He said someone has been, uh, there's an arrest warrant out, and that could be, that could be a hallmark. Who has that voice going? Please, please, star six. Someone is trying to uh, disrupt the conversation. Just well, we know what we're trying to do something about if we can. We need to push star six. Or Derek, can you find out who it is and mute them out? I'll mute mine for a second and see if that's it. Hang on. Uh, now somebody has to talk, so we can see if it's still echoing. Uh, All right. Well, I think a lot of the uh, weaponry is addictive and that we're pre- we're putting ourselves in danger because we're subconsciously addicted to the initial frequencies. And uh, it, that becomes a real hang-up, you know, because it, it's hard to identify the time of, you know, initial absorption of the you know, this, this weaponry that I felt, you know, and, um, you know, it's about all I got. I, I really think it's ground-based and a ground-based system because it's been in place for so many years. And, uh, you know, I'd like to find out if that, if the psychiatrist, where he got his, you know, because when whenever I've gone into the medical, it's all this COINTELPRO business. They've, they've impersonated doctors and and so you can't identify who these people are, and and they're they're trying to get you to sit down for some length of time while you absorb the rays so they can destroy you. So it's well, very insidious. It's very addictive. I, I can send you a link right now to a news story that says that they have been able to read reflections off your eyeball and find. And find out who has been accosting you. I'm looking for that right now. Hang on, I gotta get back to the end of the chat room. Please stay with us. We need you. I've done it before, and uh, yeah. Uh, thank you. All right, hang on. All right, bookmarks. I think they know we can easily win this because they fear us so much. It, it's a WordPress document, and I'm, I'm about to plug it into the chat room. I, I don't know if you can plug a document in, can you? I'm not sure I understand. Um, okay, talk to your web client. Let me get my chat room back open. I'm not clear on what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think you can post a document in the chat. Oh, yes, I can. I can post a link. Oh, a link, yeah. Okay. Okay, hang on. I got to sign back in. Oh. It says T. 
Psychiatric Association is Which, what works with the CIA. It's the only psychiatric association that works with that. And Dr. Evelyn Cameron from Canada. That is correct. That is correct. What, what is the person that, that was the main uh, psychiatrist or strength or you know, psychologist uh, that experimented on a lot of people? Um, and he I, I'm not a member of the APA. Right. Well, I'm just saying that's the group that works with, that works, um, started to work with uh, the CIA and they still continue to. And there's another book that's out uh, that just came out. It's called Guantanamo, America's Battle Lab. And it's by Mark Denbo, uh, D-E-N-B-E-A-U-X. And it's uh, regarding uh, Camp No and Guantanamo, which is a black site where they experimented on people, and they actually murdered some uh, some prisoners there. So um, that's called a battle lab, and that was uh, that's the term for it. So that's I'm sure they psychotronically tortured uh, their people there, and I don't know if it's the same as Camp Seven, but that's you know another book. But my battery's running out. I got to charge it. Thanks. Okay. Uh, for additional resources outside of the group, of this group, you might try Cheryl Welsh, W-E-L-S-H, at mindjustice.org. She would be delighted to assist you in directing you towards um, academia. Okay, now say that again. I've Cheryl Welsh. Welsh. She is at Mind, M-I-N-D, Justice. Welsh dot, dot org. Mind dot spirit. Dot org. What was the keyword on this call number? Mindjustice.org. No, 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 the number. 98999 or something. Oh, 89899. Is that what you're asking? Yes, what was the number? 89899 during the week. But tonight it was 6-6.
It's Saturday night only. And during the week, most of the time, it's 8, 9, 8, 9, 9. Ice Dragon Community Call. I'm sorry? That turns out Ice Dragon's Community Call. Six, three. No, no, six, six. Six, six. No, the chat you're on tonight is eight, nine, eight, nine, nine. No, it's oh, not. Derek's Saturday night call is six, six, three, three, nine. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> All right, let's start over. Derek's call on Saturday night, the ID is six, six. Got it. Three, okay, hang on. Three, Nine. Yeah, I'll put that thing on there where um And then the rest of the week is eight, nine, eight, nine, nine. Yeah, I have those two. Okay. One of those is Karen's. Karen's number? Is that what you're asking me? Karen's number is Ends is one three zero eight nine nine. I believe. All right, no. Karen's number is one three zero two eight eight. Okay. Paste. And Corey does a call late at night frequently, and his is one three two. Three, four, nine. That's Cody. I'm sorry, Cody. One, three, two, three, four, nine. Okay. They're all printed on Derek's website, I believe. Well, there's one that pretty much mirrors my experience. Um, I'm going to have to find it, put it on the next call. Sorry. Uh, and what was it I, you were looking for? A, a way that they can project things into your eyeballs. And I believe it's done with the UV laser or uh, a maser. That's and true. It, I'm sorry, go ahead. It sounds crazy, but I have found proof of it. I have found that it exists. It does exist. I saw it on TV last week. There was a report on it. I can't remember who made the report. Well, it was I, on TV that they can. God, where did I see that? I watch so Google, much. Google Glass. Can, oh. Google Glass works on much the same principle. You you wear glasses and it projects on your retina. And someone had mentioned earlier today that, that even with their eyes closed, they could see things that they didn't really want to see. And I was trying to, to provide some documentation for that. Well, I know it was a news report that was done, and they were showing the 
person had deliberately done this, they went to one of the women executives and or senators or somebody, and they got within 10 feet of her, and they took pictures of her fingerprints. That and was therefore, it. she was forever that identified. Was then they said they could That's go what... to your eyes and take your eye impressions, and they were better than a fingerprint. That's what I was sending. So, okay, never mind. You got it. But, yeah, that's the same thing I saw. And it was so, really amazing, and I can remember who did that. Reverend Pat Robertson on CBN does a lot of reports, and it might have been on his program. <laughs> but I re- the eye print, as you said, is they said it was better than a fingerprint. Yeah. I understand. Can Neil get him? One of the information packets. I've had this done to my eyes. Go ahead. Can Neil send the doctor through Derek one of the information packets? Well, I've been doing an awful lot of research and things started to happening to me. And um, it, it might help somebody. I don't know. But it not helped me so far. Okay, one of our people has assembled an entire uh, breakdown, including links, explaining what is going on. And you might have an interest in looking at it, sir. And I was asking if Neil, through Derek, can send you one of the information packages. Yes. Derek has my complete contact, my complete contact numbers, email addresses, etc. He has my phone number. If you want to send anything to me, send it to him, and he will send it to me. But please don't overwhelm him. He sounds tired. He's he's got a lot to do. Yes. Uh, getting back briefly to the ideas of what we can do to draw attention to this problem. I was um, looking at a CNN report the other day. They're on Columbus Circle in New York, and right outside of their window is a statue. They're in the building that Hunt Hartford used to own. It used to be a museum. It's turned into CNN Studios. But if somebody could put a bunch of those up, stop the torture balloons at the top of the Columbus statue, then... Any shot that they take out the window towards Central Park, those balloons will be right in the middle of the live shot that they take. Okay. Uh, who am I talking with again? I try to keep these straight. This is Sheila? No, my name is Jojo. Joanne. Uh-oh. Spell that for me, please. Uh... My actual name is Joanne, J-O-A-N-N-E. 
N N E. Okay. And my nickname is I'm, Jojo. No, don't please don't tell last names. But uh, just I'm terrible Hello? with names. Hello. 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 Uh, I would just like to say happy tenth anniversary to Derek and the FSDHS community. Uh, this group has been a lifesaver for me, and it's been a, a, a place for all of us to come and experiences and shielding and how to survive mentally and, and physically. And I just wanted to say thank you to everybody. And though we have our differences and it's hard to live each day in this torture, I just I wish each and every one of you hope. And uh, I just want to say thanks again, Derek, for being there for everybody. Okay. Hello. Thank, thanks for Hello. that. Hello. Who am I speaking to? Your voice sounds very familiar. I'm sorry. Hello. Marion is here. Uh, Joanne is here. Um, yes. I'm not sure who else. And I'd like to say ditto to what that lady said, but I just want to point out a lot earlier that um, I have a question. Derek, did you, are, have you been holding this group together for 10 years? Okay, have I? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, well... Um, would you like to be elevated to an international position? Because I didn't quite get. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you would, but let him answer that. Pardon me? I said, I don't think you would, but let him answer, please. Yeah, I would like to hear his answer, because no one, I don't think anybody asked him. Okay, um... This uh, this international component, you know, all the parameters have to be kind of um, uh, set forth. And if uh, someone else would like to do that, um, you know, it'd probably be easier. Um, um, that you know, that would be fine. Don't you even. <laughs> Yeah, someone else. Mm. You're learning my sense of humor, aren't you? I don't know. I don't know how well, how much I can get involved in this because I've got to get back to work first than anything and make some money and get these people away from me. I don't care if I have to live in a bubble, but that will happen. And then once once I am less besieged, I will be happy to do whatever I can. At your discretion, sir. Have you, let me ask you a question. Have you read Top Secret America? Are you familiar with that report? Uh, with what report again? The Washington Post printed in 2011 year six reports done by six reporters documented and proven to be true. And it's titled the Washington Post dot top secret America. No. I, I please, please get it and read it and it tells you most everything. Okay. 
I looked at that. I don't ever quit learning, that's for sure. It seems like that's what we all do, but I don't know if we're spinning our wheels. <laughs> but we're trying, we're accomplishing a lot, and Derek has worked very, very hard. So we're getting there. A lot of good things happened this past year, more than ever. I see more things on TV. I see more. I listen to the radio 24 hours a day, and it's constantly reported by all the reporters. Um, Mike Savage, Coast to Coast, the good radio programs are quite fantastic. And Reverend Pat Robertson on CBN does a lot of very good reports. Okay. Um, let's see. It's about it's nine o'clock. We have about an hour and a half left in the call. Um, and no, it's your time. It's midnight huh? my time. It's nine o'clock your time. It's midnight my time. <laughs> It's 9 p.m. here on on the uh, West Coast. It is midnight on the the East Coast. Uh, We have about an hour and a half or so, hour and 40 minutes left in the call. And and we're just going to open the topic up for general discussion. And if you'd like to, if you have uh, other suggestions, um, please make them. we're just going to open the itinerary uh, for uh, for general topics at this time. If you'd like to join the discussion, star eight is the request to talk feature on your telephone to join the discussion. The, the first thing I can add is that my perps want reactions. They want me, they want to change whatever state I'm in and, and make me mad about it and record it, and they do something with it according to them that makes money. Now, I have no idea if that's true. It sounds ludicrous to me, but um, the best thing I can think of is to ignore them, completely ignore them. Well, they're always trying to cause some type of disruption, and it's uh, and TIs are very susceptible to that. Um, let's see. There are several people waiting to be unmuted. Um, Beth, um, I'm going to unmute the line, um, and but you know I have to kind of let you have to say what you have to say, but I'll have to mute your line there. There is there is something from a uh, psychologist called Martin Seligman that is called learned helplessness and it's what they try to get you to do it's tried 
they try to get you to believe that you can't possibly affect the situation in any way, and it is it's hopeless for you. And the fact that that is, nope, you can, and and you can actually piss them off. <laughs> It's fun, too. We used to be quiet and not say anything and ignore them, but it doesn't work very well. And so we became, we started with a statement, quote, this is a war, and we are going to win this war. They are not. Well, I, I don't know about everyone else's experience, but um, I know where the targeting came from. I'm not going to tell you, but it, it's not a war with me. It is more of a pester war. It is more of an antagonistic war. They don't want to kill me. They want to keep me in distress. They want to keep me uncomfortable. They want to keep me in tumultuous family conflict. And as long as that happens, they're happy. Uh, Again, I don't want to diminish anyone else's experience. Maybe they really do want to kill you, but my question to me would be, why haven't they? If they want to, Doc, I got a question for you. Do you suffer from sleep deprivation? Absolutely. I get no more than four hours a night, and that is taking Benadryl, that is taking Valerian, that is taking melatonin, it is taking a non-narcotic sleeping pill, and well, I get four hours. Well, if you have to, and I don't recommend long-term, but Alprazolam is a benzodiazepam that disconnects the nervous system. That's Alprazolam. The brand name is Xanax. Xanax. I hate it with a passion because it's extremely addictive. Yes, that's why I say short-term only. I I did it for about uh, maybe... Four months, but it's the only only way I got sleep. Four months is long enough to get addicted, actually. No, I, you... I actually I actually stopped taking them on the second bottle. Uh, the first bottle lasted me two uh, about two months. I only took them when I needed them, and uh, then I started breaking them in half, breaking them in quarters, and then I quit altogether. That's the way to do it if you're going to do it. If you take it four times a day like they recommend for months, if you stop, you will have seizures and you can possibly die. No, I just took it for sleep. You don't take it all the time. You only take it for sleep. Yeah, okay. There's better choices than that, by the way. Uh, not that works good. I tried them all. Uh, you try, try them? No, no, none of those work. They can get through them. 
they put me on Seroquel. And the first Seroquel I took Ooh. knocked me out for two days. But they woke me up still. Every two hours, they woke me up. I was groggy as I'll get out. But they would hit me and knock me, and I'd jump up out of the bed. And then I'd just lay back down and go back to sleep. Seroquel is technically a mood stabilizer or an antipsychotic. And it, it will kick your ass. It yes, did, it and I said, do not give me any more of these. I, I don't get along with them. <laughs> I, hello? Hello? Hi, I think a safe alternative is taking fish oil. I've recommended it numerous times, and a few PIs have taken it, like two or three at night and have slept really well, and also um, even primrose oil. The oils seem to help with all these frequencies and what they're doing to us. Another thing is for those who are getting B2K, um, if you put the olive oil on some cotton balls and stick it in your ear, um, that has also worked to block the B2K. I have packed my ears with Vaseline. And it it helps some, but it's awful to get back out of there. Well, olive oil or mineral oil. I was going to say, um, hello? Yes. I was going to say, um, I keep getting um, electric shock when I lay down to go to sleep. And I notice... You get what now? It feels like electric shock when I lay down to go to sleep or even during the day. Do you sleep on a uh, spring mattress? Me too. Yeah. That's the problem. No, it happens. I slept on the floor and it happened. Oh, yeah. That can happen. But ground yourself. You need an earthing device to ground yourself. By the way, I was supposed to make that earthing video today. And that happened. I slept on a water bed and that happened. I bought a well, grounding strap from Radio Strack Shack. Those aren't any good. I started out with those. They're not good. I, 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 I plugged it into the ground part of the receptacle and they managed to shock me through it about 30 minutes later. Well, what I was going to say was. Um, my refrigerator suddenly making started making this really weird noise about a year ago, about that time. It wasn't making it the whole time, and it makes it when I walk past the refrigerator. Well, I heard that noise right before I got the shock. Your and fan, so, your fan, and your refrigerator is that right? I'm saying that my refrigerator reacts to me with a funny noise when I walk past it. And then um, if I'm in the kitchen dining room area, if I'm in the living room, I hear the refrigerator make a funny noise right before a car goes by out front um, nine out of ten times. But um, what happened was it, when I was in bed getting the shock, I heard the refrigerator make that funny noise right before I got the shock. Do you have a computer? Excuse me, yes, can I interject something here? 
Wait a minute. Let them finish. I'd like to finish. Um, there's a bad echo. But the other day I was examining the refrigerator, and the refrigerator has four rollers that it sits on like wheels. Sure. But it's not sitting on one of the rollers. Something else is propping it up underneath, and um, it's not sitting on the four rollers. And I noticed it, and I propped up the refrigerator with a magazine. Well, I went out, ran an errand, and I came back, and um, the door would, wasn't shutting by itself, so I knew it had been readjusted, and when I examined it, I found that um, the roller wheel on the back right of the refrigerator had no contact with the ground. Do, you have, do you have an electric fan? Yes. Turn that on, sit in front of it, and see if something weird happens. I've used that before, and it has been helpful. Um, you know, but I just kind of put it one place. Oh, you mean in front of the fridge? No, no, no. If you have just like a, a regular pedestal fan or a box fan, and if you turn that on high or medium and sit in front of it, do you hear the V2K coming through there? I don't have V2K. No, you I just don't. Get the, I just get the electric shock. You are blessed. I know. Uh, I get the, sh- I get the I shots too. Sure. This is Donna. Um, I was getting the electric shocks day about uh, spent all night on me, shocking the heck out of me all over, and then started on my ankle and never would heal for the longest time. But I looked it up on the Internet and... Uh, they said that there's such a thing as an electric shock generator. Yes. And the way that in, in the Japan uh, uh, camps where they put the Japanese, they would shock the, the um, military women with these things. And make That's, you jerk, right? But didn't they have well, to have contact to do that? Wasn't that? I don't know exactly. No, they oh. don't. They can they can send it oh. through something. Uh, I'm not sure how it surges, but uh, they would do it from one apartment through the wall to me. And but I know they can send all sorts of things through the refrigerator. I've always had the refrigerator go on also. Maybe they're sending it through that way. Have you tried mylar shielding? Emergence. Yes. It worked for three days. You've got to make sure the reflective side goes away from you on, on the bottom, and then the reflective side above you goes toward the top. I tried it always. Trust me, it worked real well for three days, and then zero. Have you they tried magnets? Yeah. They can adapt. Um, I have had some things work, but those weren't some of them, and I still have a few things work, um, but in general, they're getting better at doing the things they're doing, and there's too many people involved, so 
even with a good blocking system, it takes too much time. What geographic area are you in? I'm in Texas. You're in Texas. That's one of the most frequent places this happens. What happens everywhere? Maybe you can get on Friday night call with John, who is the shielding expert, and talk with him about it. And he, if you, maybe Derek can give you his number. He can help you a lot. Yeah, I called him, but he was busy. Can I please say something? Can I please say something? You can't hardly get an edge word in edgewise with John, though. I know, but it's it's difficult. But he does know. He really has a good bit of knowledge, and he if you get him to talk right and talk with him and get through that, then he can give you outstanding shielding information. On Thursday, I called the district attorney here in Pittsburgh for Allegheny County. Derek, I want to update you on that because it kind of scared me. I actually talked to someone, his private secretary, Lori. Our district attorney's name is Stephen Zapala. And the way I came to do that is because, like you know, I have chickens and cats, and they're being hurt. And my chickens have been burned, and I have videotaped it, and I also have taken photographs, and I've taken them to the vet. Um, and he's, it's documented, obviously. They're not delusional. They don't need psychiatric help. <laughs> and not not critters, no. Burned. They are burned, and they are cooked, and they're very visible on their skin. Our local NPR station had a little news blurb two days ago on Thursday when I said, okay, that's it, I'm calling. They're trying to protect some birds, so the airplanes at the Allegheny County Airport in Pittsburgh that they don't crash into the airplanes. And besides that, a white-horned owl or something that was on the Pennsylvania endangered list. They were, it was USDA guy, his name is um, Robert Mack, H-R-O-M-A-C-H, with the United States Department of Agriculture. He was being interviewed, and also we have a national aviary, Bob Malvahill was interviewed by our local NPR guy. They're trying to chase the birds and catch them and to avoid air crashes and also this, this endangered species. They were do, used, you, do you know about the Tuesday and Thursday night calls with Karen? I don't want to talk to Karen. I want to report to Derek about the district attorney. Um, so I called on Thursday saying they're using this, these acoustic devices on these birds, and my birds are being hurt, and I can see it visibly on their skin, and it's been documented by the veterinarian. And I also got a, a Harriet Carter catalog, coincidentally, earlier in the week, and they have a scram patrol gun, which I think that probably using on my chickens, and it, it, it's absolutely fantastic. It's only $20 because they do get scared in my own yard. They do not go anyplace else. They're inside pets for the most part. We did go outside for three hours today, but it's an ultrasonic device. It says humanely and silently repels cats and dogs and squirrels and other animals just aim and pull the trigger to target animals up to 20 feet away with a safe but high-effective, high-frequency sound. 
includes a laser light beam for precise targeting. 20 bucks, and it's Ram Patrol is the name of it. I called the district attorney's office, and I said, you know, they're using this on my animals, and they're within our own home, our own property, and they're being major hurt. Also inside my house, a nervous tick to their head. And this is all documented. Who's okay, but 20, who's talk, 20 feet away? I talked to the district attorney's secretary finally yesterday because I wanted to know what kind of meter to measure this with so that I can go ahead and, and, and try to get some justice because this is criminal behavior. And and that's why you need to be on the Tuesday night and Thursday night calls with Karen. And I also told her... Whenever I told her about this device, she said there are a lot worse devices than that. This is the district attorney's secretary. And then I went ahead and called PETA. I filed a cruelty investigation with their cruelty investigation department. I will get press. I have physical raw damage on my chickens hurting. They're hurting. I have recordings of them crying. So I have talked to the aviary, and I'm getting ready to call the United States Department of Agriculture. Obviously, they know about these acoustic devices. And this is only a $20 device. I also mentioned AmazingOne.com. To Lori, the DA's office, says, I know, I know, I know. The calls to Karen are free Tuesday and Thursday night about 9 o'clock. Listen, Doc, I've been experiencing this for three years. I'm an engineer. I know what I'm talking about, and I, I know Karen. I know John. And, and you know what? I've been through this. And they're hurting my animals, and somehow animals are not delusional. Whenever I mention that they're getting hurt, and I document it with a doctor, he doesn't say, I don't think it's happening to them. You're documenting it with the doctor right now because I am one. Yeah, but just leave me alone. You don't know. I've been on here for years. Lana, you're about the only person that I find that I really want to talk to. I'd like to give you my phone number, and you're very rational. I am going blind, blind with cataract injury from these lasers, or LIDAR probably, which is a pulsing uh, laser. Um, so if Der- you could... Derek has my contact information. If if you would like to to give that to him, I, I will be happy to talk to you. I wanted to talk to Lana, Doctor. Lana in Florida. She was on earlier with a heavy your type of accent. She so she travels a lot, and I do. Well, I did it all. Well, it- and my phone Listen. number, Lana, if you're on the on the phone still, I don't mind giving it out, is 412-782-4441. That is my home phone number. It is a wired-to-the-house phone number. It's not a cell phone, so I have to be here to pick it up. I so, don't give... I don't, I, I don't give want out. you to give you... I don't want your phone number. My phone number, Lana, is 412-782-4441. If you can give me a call, please. Listen to, listen to me. Hello. Can anybody hear me? All right. I'm going to mute myself. Thanks. Thank you. Hello. Can anybody hear me? Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you. I've been trying to get on. Um, I've been wanting to say um, this is Jody calling, and 
I have been working on an outline um, that I believe is going to help us all. Um, I'm missing uh, a section about technology, but I'm making an outline, and I want all all TEIs who want to participate to be able to do that. I'm not finished with it yet. I've been working on it, and I have more work to do. But on my outline, I have, um, I'll just briefly go over the contents of it. I have what I decided to write is a TI definition because I've never heard one. Um, I'm writing a section where I want all TIs to be able to give some feedback according to an outline that's going to be specific, and I can't go through that entire thing right now. I've got a section on uh, the stages that we go through personally. Uh, Sequence of events, basically meaning that how our targeting has started and how it evolved. A section on adverse health and how our health is affected. Um, also by these. I need a section on psychiatry and the doctor that would help immensely if you could work with me on that because basically I want to make a comparison like you mentioned earlier how they are comparing. Well, basically what I want to do is make the comparison of the uh, schizophrenia to the uh, symptoms and complaints that TIs experience. Again, I need a section I, on technology. Again. Can I, I work in here? Laws and documentation regarding this. I need help from DI. Can I work in here? How do we? How do we get Derek in touch with has, you? Derek knows how to get in touch with me. I, I do not want my private number given out to anyone, but he can arrange a conference call to where neither of us knows who either of us number are. And I think that's the best way to do it if if I'm going to try and help someone. So uh, um, I'm available for that for at least another six weeks. So uh, I, I am trying to be an asset to the group, but I also need help from the group because I am targeted. So that's where we are. But that last lady that hung up on me, she's a little belligerent. So um, I certainly do not want to call her directly because she will get my number by caller ID. <laughs> I, I know, but listen, she may sound that way to you, but she's a well-informed, capable, intelligent, very educated lady. So just look around that and look at the good part she has. She's well-informed and she's good. Okay. If she wants to talk to me, talk to Derek and you will talk to well, me. She, she's an engineer. I don't think she will. But Doctor, she's okay. hello. Is anybody there? Hello? Hello. Hello. Do yes, Doctor. I'm, I'm sorry to cut in. I just will be a minute. I wanted to let you know I'm on the East Coast. I live in New York City. But over the years, I've been treated many times with antipsychotics of all, all the whole entire spectrum. And what even, I was even, I was even. Tell me on, which ones. Well, I was treated with all the phenothiazines, and I was treated with the the, um, the newer class of Invega and Palperidone, and I was also on 700 milligrams of Clozaril at one time. Whoa. 
You have All right, now listen. Now, okay, so I've, I've been through the whole spectrum, exactly. But what I did was, I live in New York City. I went to Columbia University Psychiatric Hospital, and I was involved in clinical trials up there in the Brain Behavioral Institute, and I had uh, over 100 sessions of repetitive transcranial magnetic stimulation, and that actually reduced the effects of the V2K while I had those treatments, but because they were experimental, I aged out of the study. The study uh, was limited to people of 50 years old, and I, I aged out of it, and they do not offer these treatments as a mainstream treatment for anything that I know of except depression in Canada, and it's, it's under the brand name of Neurostar. You're in Canada? No, I live in New York City. Oh, um, you can buy your own TMS machine, but they're really expensive. I believe they're, it. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> they're really expensive, and, and you know he, there was no side effects. You could. I took the subway back and forth to it. You there, you felt nothing from it at all, except when they had to calibrate it for each treatment. They used what's called your motor cortex to calibrate it. And when they ran that wand over your motor cortex, you could not control your movements of your limbs or your speech or anything. And they even tried a little joke with me later. Well, they tried to have me read from a kid's book while they ran your, through my... Or your ahead. eyeballs. Were, were your eyeballs floating around in different directions? Oh, sure. You had, you had what was called almost like an ocular gyro oh, crisis. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait a second. Can I ask a question? What is your name, Doctor. My name is Dr. Marion, and that's the best you're going to get from me. Dr. Marion, okay. Yes. So I just wanted to tell you that real quickly. I know you're you're going to be inundated with questions and people, so I I just wanted to let you know. Absolutely. All right. Good luck. Can I I ask a question? Go ahead, please. Go ahead. Um, I kind of went off the air and just came back on, and it seems like y'all are talking about... Um, antipsychotic drugs, and um, I took an antipsychotic drug for a while. It was given to me for pain. What that, What did you take? Um, Neurontin helps some people that have Neurontin is useless. Well, actually, it helped my pain, and I have more pain without it, but I didn't like it because I couldn't drive on it. Some people can and some people can't. It will make and you sleepy. It didn't make me sleepy, but it upset my stomach, I think, just because it was an extra pill to take. And um, I'd have to take it earlier and earlier so i get set in the house. So I gave it up and I'm in more pain. But... Um, I'm allergic I, to that, by the way. They tried it on me, and I'm allergic. Yeah, it's supposed to be that certain people with nerve damage, it helps the pain. They don't know why, because it's supposed to be, I think, anti for people with epilepsy to avoid seizure. The newer version of Neurontin is called Lyrica. Yeah, I took that and, too. It is very expensive, and it will put about 30 pounds on you. It didn't do that to me. In fact, I'll keep losing. But I've heard that it does that to people. But I was wondering, because I heard you all talking about anti-psychotic, is there something 
STIs and antipsychotics that I should know about? Some some people need them, and some people have real schizophrenia, and it helps them, and it turns their lives around. But oh. at the at the same time, there are people that it doesn't touch, and it's because they're not psychotic; they're being targeted. Oh, okay. Please explain to these people why they should not take antipsychotic drugs if they don't really need them. They do not understand the danger. Please get it through their heads. I'm going to, when I go back to practice, I'm going to ask an awful lot more questions than I used to (laughs) and find out what's going on. What would you suggest for the weakness and exhaustion that years of the weapons uh, cause to our body? Uh, shield, shielding, first of all, when you go to bed and, and try to try to keep that away from you. But other well, you than that... You understand that the shielding, there is no sure thing with the shielding because the perps just work around it. They change the frequencies. Uh, well, I've got a heavy-duty emergency blanket underneath my mattress. I sleep underneath two uh, lightweight emergency blankets focused upward, reflecting away from me, and that seems to work. But what besides, would you suggest for herbs or something for the absolute physical exhaustion? Um, there, is, there is a very weak stimulant on the market called modafinil, which is, um, and in fact, there's a newer version of that. It, it really doesn't amount to more than prescription caffeine, but it, it was originally marketed for shift work disorder, to where people have to work night shift this day. Uh, a day off, then work day shift, then a day off, then afternoon shift. And, and if you take it at the right times, it it may help or may not. My, my jury was out on it when I quit practicing. But um, it, it's modafinil, M-O-D-A-F-A-N-I-L. And what about the physical weakness? that our body experiences from just so much of the radiation. I mean, I mean, we have such radiation symptoms. Are there any radiation drugs that would work? I know I'm tired all the time, but I'm also dealing with cancer. So it, it, I'm not quite sure which to attribute to what, but... Um, I don't have a good answer for you there. I do have a good answer if I may butt in. Forgive me. I've been doing this for 25 years. In Texas, are you Gail? Is this Gail been on a long time ago? Say that again, please. The, the lady, what's her name? Hello? Oh, tell me she went. In Texas, there is a Dr. Bob Marshall. Mm-hmm who is a Ph.D. doctor in natural medicine. He's the finest one I have heard in 45 years. I listen to him every Saturday for an hour on the radio. He has a, a clinic in Austin, Texas, 
at the clinic in Santa Monica, California. He absolutely is fantastic. And if you get on this program and listen to him and there is a call that you may call in at any time you wish, he also does a lot of natural tests, and he's quite fantastic. Number two, to build up your immune system and to help yourself, there's a simple, I do all the natural medicine, and I live near the Casey Foundation. Are you natural talking thing to... that I use, it's the best that I have found anywhere in all these years, is called All One. All Are you talking to me or to her? I'm talking to that girl. I hope she's still on. Okay, okay. Go ahead. She's... Is she still on? I think it's Gail, but I don't remember her name. She used to be on a lot. I think she went, but I hope she's listening. Go to I the health food store and buy. Go to the health food store and buy a can of all one. It's got vitamins, minerals, and amino acids in it. You take a tablespoon full every day, and if you're really desperate, take one in the morning and one at night, and it will help to rebuild your immune system. You also might research, but don't take this unless you research it carefully. Look up choline, C-H-O-L-I-N-E. That's it's a form of a B vitamin, and it helps to stimulate your acetylcholine fluid in your brain, and it helps to stimulate your central nervous system to work better. That's worth looking up. I agree. Uh, It's one of the finest things I've ever found, and it really, you just can't take too much of it. It'll make you funny dizzy. you, You can. You can overdose on water if you drink too much. Well, yeah, I know that, Freddie, but I'm trying to help her simply. And if she, she's been on a lot, so I know she knows how to do it. She knows how to do research. And, and if you research choline, and some people take choline, which is a better version, a little more expensive, but I just take the plain choline. And for pain, I know B6 is good, but you can't take too much B6. And I can't remember some other natural things for pain. I'll have to look up that one and tell you later. Uh, uh, please call uh, Dr. Marshall's office and talk with him. He's really quite fantastic. On this, on this medical stuff, um, if you have questions, contact Derek. He can contact me and set up a conference call. It's going to be a pain in the ass for him. And it, as you know, we have problems with the conference calls. But um, I, I will do anything I can to help. Uh, I'm sorry, but I just don't believe in psychiatric drugs, and I think they're absolutely horrible. And Zantac is one of the worst things anybody can take. And you even mentioned Benadryl, and Benadryl you should not be taking. No one should take it. I know people who have died from it. This is Benjamin from New York. I looked in the literature, and it said that uh, our lipoic acid has to be our form of lipoic acid. It says it combats radiation sickness, and I took a pretty hefty dose. I okay. up, you can really take a lot, and it, it works. It works quite well. I've got to back up to Benadryl. Who said that? 
I did. Yeah, I okay. take Benadryl. Benadryl, Benadryl uh, great. will not kill you. Benadryl I will know save your life if you're having an allergic reaction. Yes. Well, I do natural. So you're I, wrong I, about that. No, I'm not yes, wrong. Well, I know wrong. that you died from it. Well, I do all the natural things in there. It's a product put out by Twin Laboratories called Multi-Allergy Cap. And it's the finest stuff that can be made, and it's a natural product, and it's mostly B vitamins, and it's a great allergic reaction to almost anything. And I've used it with some severe doses, and it worked for me. So that's good, up to you. Good. Yeah, one, one of the sleeves can cause Benadryl. Yeah, Benadryl, 10 milligrams of melatonin, and valerian root. Absolutely, is what I take. Yeah. Well, the valerian root, and what was the other one you mentioned? Melatonin. Uh, you need melatonin. 10 milligrams of melatonin because they found out that these attacks are are making your body have less melatonin than you need. Uh, Mel- women, Mel- women with Mel- breast cancer... Let me finish. Women with breast cancer have been found to have only 10% of the melatonin in the body that they actually really need. Melatonin is made by a teeny little gland on the top of your brain that tells you when to go to sleep. And if that gets messed up somehow, it's a bioidentical hormone and you buy it at Walmart, and melatonin doesn't kill anybody, and neither does Benadryl. Please don't spread that misinformation. Well, I know a lady that did kill it because she took so much of it from being pesticide poisoning. Well, if you take two or three bottles of it, yes, it might kill you. But I I don't like it. You take what you want, but I don't like it. I'd like to ask something about the folic acid. Did somebody say that helps with the radiation? Folic acid? No, it's not the folic acid. It's R like folic acid. The letter R like folic acid. And I took a pretty hefty dose, and I haven't woke up so refreshed in 15 years. Folate is one of the most important things you can take when you're pregnant. It will help to prevent neural tube defects. It will help to prevent um, retardation. Folate is in prenatal vitamins. Pick up a bottle of prenatal vitamins, look at the ingredients, you will see folic acid. I do better with the I do better with the methyl folate. It's uh, it's uh, it's more bioavailable if you get methyl folate. I do better with that. Are you saying methyl folate? Well, that's for the folic acid. Methyl folate is more bioavailable. But how do you spell it? So I can't hear you. Methyl M E T H Y L. Okay. No. I take folic acid, but I don't know methyl. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, some F- people don't. Some methyl is better by some people, but not everybody. F O L I C, new word A C I D. That's folic acid. What dosage? It, it is very important for a developing fetus. 
Hello? All right. You guys hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah. This is Tina. Kansas City, Missouri. Say it again. I was just wanting to know, um, um, what was I going to say? That's okay. I was going to thank you guys for everything you've done the last 10 years. One. I, I love you guys. Love you all. And, um, there's a lady in my Mark Gellin's group. Um, I also have that. And, um, she announced that she thought she was a TI. And then we discovered there were three more TIs in the group. So there might be some new people, new people on the call. I think she was on for a little while tonight. That's mm. really irritating. <laughs> but, but who am I speaking with again? Tina. 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 Okay. I'm Lurkst, 2112 on the board. I am Lurkst on the, on the uh, FFCHS. Well, hello. Thank you. <laughs> hello. And does, any, does anybody know of any alternatives to spinal neck surgery? <laughs> what? I'm not going to have it. Um, oh, I'm going to go in and take these bone spurs out of my neck and some, um, take a vertebrae out of my back in a minute, and I just don't want to do that. No, no, don't do that. Are you are talking to Dr. Marshall. He says stand on your head. It's the best thing you can do for your spine. It puts your fluid back in order. To do what? And Dr. Marshall says, stand on your head and put your spinal fluid back in order. But you only need it for 20, 20 seconds at a time. I don't know if that will help your vertebrae or not. There's just got to be another option. Are I've heard completely missed my do this. Did I talk to you the other day as Sandy? No, this is Tina, honey. Huh? Tina? Kansas City, Missouri. Coming so through garbled. <laughs> Derek, can you clear this any up? Doc, do you mind if I ask you uh, what drugs you're taking now? Are you talking to me, Derek? I mean, um, White? No, the doc. Oh, the doctor. <laughs> Well, I was attempting to go to bed early, so I took some Benadryl. That's about it. But then I kind of got involved with call. Yeah, you you sound a little slurred. Uh-huh. <laughs> I should be in bed. For natural things, valerian will help you sleep, and St. John's wort will help you sleep, and Calm's Forte, which is passion flower, will help you sleep. Yes, it will. I take passion flower every night. Been there, done that. It helped, but it made me groggy the next day. Oh, I never heard anybody say that, ever. Has anybody ever tried EMF detox? The spray? No. Yeah. I haven't. Say, say that again. 
It's called <laughs> Detox. And you just do three sprays in your mouth. I tried Sam E, S-A-M dash E, and it didn't do a thing for me. E-M-S. Because you will never believe in natural medicine and we'll never convince you of that. E-M-S, um, detox spray, is that what that is? Yeah, you get it at the health food store. EMF, like in like an electromagnetic field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's brought out by uh, King Bio. Yeah, it's just a little spray bottle. It says EMF detox. Oh, thank you. And it says electromagnetic. Yeah, cool. And, uh, King Bio is medicine. Would that be good for detoxing radiation? Yeah, I think so. I've heard people talking about magnets. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> magnets put out a field. And if you get a strong enough magnet, you can sleep with it and uh, get some comfort. Where? And, and you, can, you can use it as therapy and get rid of the uh, muscle spasms, the, uh, any, any pain attacks that you get. And also, uh, they say now that it will stop scalar wave technology. But where do you put them? Uh, my magnet was four inches by two inches by one inch thick. It was. It had a 490-pound full force. You drop it in a heavy-duty sports sock, then pull it around and drop it in there again. So now you have a good cushion. You put it in the middle of your bed because you don't want to carry this thing around. You don't want to move it. It'll destroy your electronic uh, or mess them up. Okay. When you go to when you go to sleep, you sleep with it. I slept with one for about two years. So just kind of on on the bed beside you. Uh, wherever you feel a pain, just lay it flat on that pain. Pain, uh, muscle spasms, uh, stomach attacks, head attacks. It doesn't matter. It will stop them. It will stop what pain or muscle spasms. All of it. It will stop well, it all. You have to use it maturity <laughs> over time, and eventually well, you'll, you'll find out you don't need it anymore. Where, where do you going? buy it from? Where uh, going applied magnets. Where? Applied magnets. Magnets, excuse me, Doc. Magnets for the list. I'm sorry, what was that again? Magnet, the number four, com. Okay, let me answer her question. I, and that is Applied Magnet. I was saying, mm, I was saying groin attacks. Groin attacks, you can put the magnet down there between your legs and stop it. Well, that's uncomfortable as hell. <laughs> yeah, but it works. Um, do I have a question about the sides, uh, the, the north and south sides? 
is. I don't think it really matters because really? Uh, for health purposes, you'd use the north side. Yeah. But if you just have the magnet there, you're just looking for the field to block the pre- incoming frequency. Right. Okay, so okay but just for fun, is the is the north side is one does one side repel and the other retract? Does the north side repel? I mean, does that make sense? No, no. Uh, okay. It's north, north to south, or south to north. Yeah. When you put north to north is when it repels. Gotcha. Okay. And the way you tell the north side of your magnet is you get a compass. Yeah. And it'll point towards the north side. It'll point away on the south side. Okay. If you don't have a compass, take your sewing needle and a lead, uh, jar lid. Put you some water in the jar lid. Take a little piece of paper to float the needle. Uh, rub the needle with a piece of uh, uh, nylon to statically charge it. Lay it on top of the paper in the water. Now you got a compass. Okay. okay, so now to answer your question, I only have one. One what? Uh, she knows I, I have been a victor, a victim of cancer. So there's only one left. What what type of cancer? Uh, testicular. You you oh. That's what she was asking about. Doc, you need to look up earthing. To look up what? Google earthing. You love Any day now, um, Dwight's going to make <laughs> a video. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. I, I made the video today, by the way. Good. But I got to my computer. Yeah. And I, I even told Derek that after the Freedom Live test, my video program will not work anymore until I reformat my hard drive. So. Wait a minute, Dwight. You're saying something about earth. And are you talking about earth curing, healing? Is that what you're saying? Say again? Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about earthing. The healing. Yeah. Uh, they found out the 60 hertz frequency in your home will cause cancer. So what? I advise anybody, even non-targets, to earth themselves to keep this frequency off of them. The thing is, I am 47, and the type Good of God, cancer... And the and the type of cancer that occurred to me was supposed to happen at age 24. So I lived 23 years past that until I got targeted for about a year, and then there it was. Yep. So that that's what I meant by groin attacks. Well, see, they're, bomb- they're bombarding us with ionized energy, and that's that's, yeah. a, that's enough energy to knock a an electron out of an atom. So you're free radicals. Does anybody take Corella? Corella, yeah. Excuse me. 
Morella? Uh-huh, I do. Take what now? And spirulina. Morella, C-O-R-E-L-L-A. No, I don't know what not. Like. Hello? To that lady, would you explain what Corella is? It's, uh, it's, it's like a form of chlorophyll. Uh, it, it cleanses your blood. And um, oh. oil of a oil of oregano is really good too. It's good for infection. Not hurting that. Well, will that help? What Neil is always talking about, and what I think I have to play this stick together as glue. And Neil's always talking about it. I forget what he says to do about it. I have a comment about my. So my, my, question is, my question is, if I develop that over a year of radiation, oh. am I likely to get it in the other one? Oh. And that that scares me a lot. Yes. I had tell me that your mother was cured from cancer with the magnets. Oh, I can't hear what you're saying. What she thought about And you um, know, it does help with targeting. You put the north side of the skin, but also, um, you know, it can help with the cancer recovery. Well, today, Dr. Marion, there's a doctor outside of Houston, Texas, that has a natural clinic outside the Houston Cancer Research Center in, in that direction somewhere, and I think his name is something like Dr. Uh, I can't remember, like L-E-A-R or something like that, and he's quite famous, and you might be interested in talking with him. If you're have interested, I, I'll, I'm sorry. Have I mentioned that I'm penniless right now? Well, he might help you anyway. He moved Tijuana, and then he came back from Mexico because he came back to the country and they let him back in. And I have a friend out there who knows him and says he's quite fantastic. If you're interested, I'll get his name and you might talk with him. But he does natural cancer cures, and it seems to be famous. He seems to be famous for success. If you would like... About the Italian doctor? Please. Go ahead. If I would like what? Is she talking about the Italian doctor? They're talking about what? Talking about the Italian doctor. Does the natural cancer. (laughs) It's a natural cancer doctor outside of Houston, Texas. Oh, he's in Houston. I forget the name of the clinic. Do you know it? I know the uh, procedures that you're talking about. But, uh, it's multiple. Only, it's only so bad. It was uh, that uh, Italian doctor. I have to admit, I went to med school. I believe in traditional medicine. And I think chiropractors may have some use. But but some of some of the traditional stuff, no, sorry. Well, that's up to you entirely. But I would never take chemotherapy and radiation. Never. Never. This doctor, oh. 
a lot of cancer or fungus. Okay, I'm sorry, the, the muscle's so bad I can't understand what you said. Can you spell it slowly? I'm so sorry. No, this Italian doctor believed that um, most cancer is a fungus, that they are opening up people, and they cannot find their organs for all the fungus. Did you say fungus? Yep. Well, inflammation and infection is absolutely true. A lot of it is that. Anyway, he uses like a baking soda type thing too. And, uh, yes, just, yes. Cancer can't thrive in a uh, alkaline. Alkaline. Yeah. So you want to make sure your water is alkaline. D and it, it, it won't let it grow. A error. Yeah. Cancer is a DNA error. It, it has been exposed to radiation. Yeah. Something has gotten a little screwed up. And by the way, if you tell me I, that everything needs to be alkaline, I will also tell you that I've had kidney stones for 30 years and they tell me to keep my system acidic. Really? Wow. So, they used to pass uh, kidney stones with oil, which you took fourth of a cup every hour, and that's how they got rid of most of them. That's what Edgar Casey did. Yes, your blood is 7.4 in the alkalinity. So that that means your system has to be alkaline. If you get acidic, you're going to get cancer. Cancer loves an acidic system. Can I ask where you got your medical degree? Yes, uh, Harvard. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Man, you Dr. Mary, uh, you are in this fight. I will defer to you as an expert. Well, I don't agree with what you're doing either. We've had some bad experiences. Yeah. I still don't have the name of yeah. I still don't have the name of that doctor she's trying to tell me because it echoes so bad. <laughs> Me too. here too. Yeah, it's a shame we have to have these calls with somebody not cutting their speaker off and being such pains. I just muted mine for a second and nothing happened, so I muted it. Well, it's not happening when you speak. I don't understand that. <laughs> hey, what are you doing, Doc? Man, you're talking the wrong voice. We've had experiences with doctors. Believe me, I can write you books. It, it My is one o'clock more here. I guess they don't want to get involved with it. And you're probably tired, aren't it's one o'clock in the morning right here. Yeah, and I'm making and a I didn't up. sleep last night either. Forget it. Yep. They kept me awake. My prayers are with you. Gathering. Thank you for for helping us. Talking to us. Well, I don't think I've helped anybody actually. <laughs> well. 
he's he's still in the education mode. He's still learning yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah. White's the one that went to Harvard, remember? <laughs> and I believe that too. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Marion, um, if um, if you want to mute yourself, it's the the, um, the command is is star six, and then also okay. star six unmute. Okay, what? let me try. I didn't hear that. Hi there, Derek. This is Linda. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the call. Thank you. I just wanted to make an announcement that I will open after this call is over. And the room number is 124-150 for those who want to continue to chat. Thank you. 124-150? Oh, 124-150. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you all for everything you do. Okay, uh, if you're unable, if you're unable to mute, uh, unmute, um, Dr. Marion Starstick is the um, this merit is the uh, command for uh, oh, oh, uh, good night, everybody. Good night. Tonight. Tonight is the call shutting down? No, no. Um uh, good night everyone. Like, looks like it will be in a, about half an hour, I guess. Hey Derek. What Derek, this is Doris. What do you think Doctor King would say today if he could see how far we've come in this many years and the type of things that are going on with us, the issues. What do you think he would say? What do you think he would say? Yeah, being for peace. Well, he's pretty done violent. Okay, um, hold on a second. He would say, okay. I had a dream that nonviolence would work. Yeah, he, uh, he preached nonviolence, so he would, uh, let's see, uh, Dr. Marion, are you able to, um, I think it was quieter when you weren't uh, on the line, but all you got to do is star six and star six again, and that op- that closes and opens your mind. Hi, everybody. I just wanted to let everybody know that Corey's call is open tonight, too, and he's open right now, or, or wait till Derek's call is done, whatever you're comfortable with. And his room number is 132349. So I just thought I'd let people know for some alternative chatting. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I have a question. You know, every time I try to get on the talk, the little co- on the board, not to talk, but to, to to type in the chat room. It always says I'm blocked, and I, and I've never even been there. Why am I blocked? Anybody know? Well, if you just get got on, then it's going to be blocked. Okay. Well, it's your, uh, okay. Were you signed in? 
Yeah, I'm, I, I think, yeah, I signed in as a guest because I haven't signed up. All, well, all the guests are gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I guess I need to sign in, don't I, or sign up? Okay, yeah, thank just you. sign in, and let me know that you signed in because I'm not at the computer right now. Oh, no, I've, I am signed in, but I'm his guest number 83, and it won't let me in. But, but no, I need what I need to do is join FFH, what, you know, the group. I haven't actually joined the group yet. Okay, your guest number 83? I think so, yeah. All Thank right, you. hold on a second. Hold on. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. No, it's not that you need to join the group. You need to sign up for uh, TalkShoot and get a, a, I, oh. a password and okay. ID. That way you won't have to sign in as a guest. Okay. I tried to, but the password would not let me in. I mean, the password kept coming back empty and saying, you have to fill this in, and I would fill it in. It would come back empty. It was not working for me, but my computer has been hacked badly. Um, so I think that's the problem. Okay. Now, that's when you get irate with your perks. <laughs> oh, you're telling me. I can't get back into Facebook. I, everything's gone. Everything's gone. I am, yeah, I'm irate. Well, I'm really concerned about the violence that's used, you know. I mean, it's so violent. And for what? On innocent people. We haven't came anywhere in 50, since the civil rights movement. Our civil rights are still being violated today. Everybody's. Yeah, everybody's. And not just black people now taking it to the streets. It's everyone. So if you let it happen to one, it usually it spreads to the whole everyone, and that's what they've allowed this to do once again. Actually, Derek, I'm sorry, but I just want to say, Derek, actually, I was signed out. I'm trying to sign back in, and now I'm not, I can, so I'm not going to get the same number. I guess going to be unpopular, but um, I would just like to say it anyhow. Um, um, I, I believe that um, this, is, this is my opinion, um, but I, I feel strongly about it. That, uh, in my case, anyway, it has nothing to do with the government. Um, it has to do with people. I mean, it's very aggravating to try to speak with that line going on. But anyway, um, yeah, can anyway, I explain that to you? Can I explain that to you? What the line? No, no. Just say what you have to say, please. No. What, I would like to finish, please. I would like to finish, and I'm not saying that there couldn't yeah, go ahead. be a couple police involved, but. I I believe that if if the if all the police and the government were corrupted, we we would be living in a very different place than where we are now. And that um, over time, corrupted individuals have misused um, you know equipment and things to cause problems well, for people. 
But if I that's the case, why haven't we been helped? If that's the case, why have not one person, gentleman, stepped forward who cares I don't so much this about my, what's happening all over this, this country? Well, that's really. a good question, but this is my answer to that because I was getting hacked a lot, and up until Sony got hacked and then the U.S. military got hacked, up until that point, I don't think there was a, a common awareness at all circles of government that that was happening or could happen. And suddenly, it's like surprise. Um, everybody is getting hacked. And so um, I think that's the reason. But that's my opinion. And and this is also my opinion. If, if somebody wants to accuse and y'all are probably all going to hate me for this, but if somebody wants to accuse the government as a whole of being corrupt and hurting people, for me, I, I would just have to have, you know, solid proof, factual proof, and not, um, you know, an emotion, uh, solid, solid proof. And okay, let me say, give you some solid proof. If we repeat history as to the civil rights violations and everything where there was no rights for the black people, so yes, this government is capable of denying and oppressing people. But that's not so proof. That's not specific that's not proof. True. We weren't. That is proof. We were out in the streets getting water hoses turned on us, dogs that's, turned on well, that's us just that for time, people. But that has nothing to do with what's happening now. Oh yes, Look it at does. This way. Who runs communications? Rights. Who runs communications? Who runs the cell towers? Who runs the satellites? Hello. Who 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 does this? The government the, does because they took no, control of the, organi- the organizations run organizations run oh, systems. God. And there are corrupted people within organizations that are a small fraction that, you know, there have always been criminals that were part of an organization, a small fraction. But Well, that's but your say, opinion, but I think you're misunderstanding yeah, or you don't know your history or you've forgotten it, maybe. I think it's. Yeah, I just think it's disrespectful to put me down because they disagree with you. I'm not putting but you I'm, down. I'm just yes, stating you are. a fact. Um, but I, I just want to it, so I know. I just want to, uh, so do I. But I just want to put my it, opinion out you there. Okay, we, we heard that opinion, but I, I believe that a high percentage of the people would strongly disagree with you because you have to look at who has access to this well, type that, of I'm glad you technology. said that because it, because if that's the case about this line and when I first came on it tonight, um, I didn't hear that from the people I was speaking to. But if that were the case for this line, I wouldn't be interested in talking on it again. But Good like night. I said, when I first came <laughs> on earlier, when I first came on earlier, um, I did not I did not hear that. Yeah, well, that happens often. You know, it's interference, uh, communication interference. It's done intentionally by those who do not want us to let others know what is happening to us. That is why we cannot get any help and no resolve from this through our government and all the channels and everywhere that Derek has fought for 10 years. 
Mm-hmm. And this is as far as we've gotten. We're still on the calls. It's just more and more targets. That's all that resolve that we've gotten. Oh, yeah, we resolve it by making more and more people targets. You're Everyone in the world can't be crazy, you know. No, but if it's new technology, then not all the world knows about it. The people at wartime learned about it. And if anybody wanted to misuse it when they came back, they had a perfect opportunity to do that. And the rest of the world in the civilized parts of America don't know that much about it still. They're playing catch-up. So if they're... Okay, I'd like to clarify something. This is the calls are not as far as we've gotten. I mean, we have done radio broadcasts. We've done TV broadcasts which has reached hundreds, uh, well, millions of people. We've, this cause is not all that we're about. And you, and you, really, you guys really need to understand that. You know, what we're about is reaching as many people as we can. We've been on coast to coast, and that, that reaches about 3 million people per broadcast. We are not confined to this conference call. That's just a, a point of contact. Thank you. So what it, I'm sorry I missed the point I think I think so I think Derek was was responding to the fact that um whoever said we hadn't gotten any further than conference calls and no that's you know Derek was pointing out that no we've gotten gotten a lot done they've gotten a lot done I'm new here but you've gotten a lot I, I kind of missed. I kind of missed the point of what Tarek was saying. I didn't really understand what he was saying. Hmm. Anyway, I just wanted to put my opinion out there, and I'll put it out before. And I know it's unpopular, but um, so you anyway. think there's a bunch of criminals attacking us? No, I didn't say us. I'm I, I'm saying it's possible. Um, you know, that parts of government agencies are doing things just like it's possible that one police officer can be corrupt in a whole organization. Um, But for somebody to say that the whole United States government, state, federal, local, or whatever is corrupted, if that were the case, we would be living in a very different world. Um, We all know what you're talking about. Um, What's the shadow well, government? Have you heard of the shadow government? No. I don't know about no. your world, no. but my world is very different from what I was, grew up in. Are you a TI? Well, but you're talking about your TI experience and not um, the rest of the world. Excuse me, are you a TI? I think most yes, people on this call I am. are TI. Yes, I am a TI. Thank you. I mean, I don't get voice of skull, but I am a TI. Yeah. I don't know. Well, listen, I want to tell you this. 
because I know you uh, got rebutted very quick, but it took me a long, long time. I've been targeted now for about 15 years, but it's taken me a very long time to uh, actually acknowledge that a lot of this has to do with my government. It had to be developed. You know, it's a military developed thing. It is a weapon system that's going on. But I do believe also that there are petty criminals involved in this. You're right. You can buy some of this stuff oh, no. off. You know, so there are all kinds of um, problems going on with uh, you're being attacked. If you're being attacked, you can be attacked by your neighbor. You can buy it off the internet. They can buy it off the internet and do it to you. They can take a microwave oven. I'm having trouble hearing you. There's so much interference. I'm having a lot of trouble hearing you. It's a bad one. one. But I do appreciate your expressing your opinion. Uh, I'm convinced now that it's a much bigger thing. I I knew it was pretty big in the first place because uh, if I could go from one place to another and it was still there, I knew it wasn't my next-door neighbor who put me on this list in the first place. He said he could put me on a list and did it. He was well, see, I didn't, I didn't have that experience. I went somewhere else, and I didn't have it. And so... Um, oh, okay. That's good. That's yeah. Um, and also, I'm in Texas, and here state and federal government are two completely different things, not even to consider local. Um, yeah. They're just two completely different things here. And so when people say the government, um, and also, I guess for me, um, and this is just me, um, you know, it seems real big because advanced technology is real big, and that's just my opinion for myself. But um, What do you mean Texas but, is a completely separate thing? Are you a state that doesn't belong to the union? No, no I'm just I'm saying that it's, it's, I don't know how to explain that. But um, <laughs> it's hard to explain. But uh, it's yeah, it's hard to explain. But I mean, it's not like all one thing. The state and federal government. It's right. just not like a united front. I mean, I don't. I, that's not a good way to say it either. It's just that um, I would not expect Texas to go along with. Uh, I'm putting my foot in my mouth, but um, yes, you uh, are. Because Texas doesn't a, have a choice. A very, it has to. It has to obey federal laws the same as every other state. It does, but it also has an opinion in the United States of America being a free country. And um, they do voice that. And uh, (laughs) it's usually not in agreement with a lot of the things that are happening in the federal government right now. And that was all my point. (laughs) That was my only point. So when people say the government, it's like, I think... um, which government? Um, because in Texas, it's two very different things. No, it's um, not. Isn't it? I grew up yes, there. Yes, it I is. Understand. Yeah, I grew up there. Anyway, I'm gonna yeah. get off because I don't want to argue anymore. And uh, y'all have a good well, evening. Well, I mean, I think you, you need to educate yourself because they have to obey the same I'm laws. I'm educated and I have a right to my opinion in a free yeah. country. Good night. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, leave her alone. You shouldn't attack people when they come on like that. Oh, don't I think tell me what I should say, what I should do. The poor girl doesn't know what she's talking about. We're trying to tell her, we're trying to help her. Paris, you're a trip, you know? You're a trip. All right, calm down, calm down. Come on. 
Katie, she has a banana in months, and look what you just did to That's her. That's right, because she started doing all that stuff before, and everybody tried to help her, and she didn't believe in it. it. No, she hey, come on, nobody, nobody's in It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Well, I don't care what you say, how you say it. You don't know any better. And I'm tired of this nonsense and arguing and people running their mouths. They just talk and talk and talk, and they don't know what they're talking about. We waste so much time. We we should be be talking about things that were solutions. We should be talking about ways of helping each other. We should talk about that. People just get on there and talk about nonsense. She's been talking about this stuff for years. Don't give Alex. me your opinion. I don't want to hear it. Shut up. Okay. Can you hear that, please? We don't uh, need this with a new car okay. on, especially. I like dinner drill, too. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I want to add one more thing. I take melatonin, Zellerian root, uh, Benadryl, but I also take tryptophan. It's that what is that? that makes you it's called tryptophan. You can get it in a in a capsule, but it's the kind of thing that you you feel nice and relaxed after a turkey dinner. That's what you oh, get. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, that's what's yeah. turkey. Right. Yeah. Okay. God bless you all. Bye. I'm going to. God bless you, too. Thanks. Is the doctor still on? He's probably done knocked out, uh, yeah, we got to come together more though, and and this bickering, you know. Sure, she had an opinion, but uh, the other person but no, was right off. She hasn't been on the phone in months. Yeah, you know, uh, she needs she needs a little more knowledge. She excuse me, she needs encouragement from us, just like we need from everybody else. We all need each other. Well, yeah, the problem the problem we have in her situation is much respect. different than ours. Yeah, everybody has a different opinion. Everybody has a different opinion. Nobody is an expert. Everybody's entitled right. to their own Everybody's story we is just different. Need, we just need to have more respect and tolerance and not be so yeah. rude and jump on people. You know, none of right. us is the expert. Right. None of us has all the answers. So you know, and she's out other. there in the middle of nowhere by herself, and she doesn't have the support, you know, and she hasn't been on this call for that very reason for months. And look what we just did to her. Look what, you know, just happened to her. It's not nice. Like I say, we need to have more patience and respect for each other. I totally agree. We need to be responsible for what we put out there, you know, treat people the way we want to be treated. Totally agree. Well, anyway, I just want to mention again one more time, uh, the call is going to be ending in about 10, 15 minutes, and I'm going to open up another call for those who want to continue chatting. And the ch- the room number is 124-150. Again, 124-150. For everybody's welcome for those who want to continue chatting. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, Linda. You're welcome. My point from the previous conversation, though, there's just too much technology that the government controls, the FCC, um, different aspects of the government, for it not to be part of the problem. Uh, 
even the FDA doesn't look after our health. I mean, they they said years ago, many years ago, that monosodium glutamate will cause cancer. But yet the FDA didn't make them pull it out of food. They just changed the name. Now it says natural flavoring in your ingredients. That is monosodium glutamate or glutamate. But our FDA is not looking after our health. Our country's not looking after our health. They, they found out 60 hertz electricity will cause leukemia, brain tumors, cancer. Is our government helping? That's my problem. When your government's not helping you with your health and welfare, then they've got to be part of the problem. Well, of course they're part of the problem. There's way too much of it, too. Way too much. But but it's the media. The media. The government's controlling the media. It's the old blood ancient families that control the system on a global scale, okay? We used to have thousands of media companies across the U.S. Now we have about four. The global takeover, all right? You need to understand this. It's not just happening in America. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. This is a well-planned, long-ago planned, long-ago takeover and we're dealing with a virtual reality world with transhumanism and, and, and robots and, and computer people who are already, uh, you know, hooked up to the computer. We can see this. Yeah, it, have you ever gone back and looked? Medicine. Have you ever gone back and researched the uh, plan for communist takeover? It's all, it's all it's, there. It's, it's written down on paper. Plan. It's written down plan, it, It's all take, there. Take you over know, the media, you, take over the uh, government offices. Well, you know, why, why don't you Google um, the secret covenant, the secret covenant, and then you'll see the plan. <laughs> Very sinister. And it was planned long ago, and then you'll look at that list of how they're going to take over or your mind. And, and your medicine and your children and your brainwashing and everything else. And you'll see how far we are into this new world order of, of a bunch of uh, slaves, uh, in, you know, controlled by this beast computer that's out of control. We're dealing with artificial intelligence and a whole lot more with frequency and uh, I was un- the, unknown yeah. technology. I was surprised the other day when they came out on the news about the French president said that the Illuminati is causing all this. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was on the news. You're kidding. No, it was on. It, there's a video on the news. Uh, well, president you know Spain. what that? You know what that says? If that's on the news, that's the kind of stuff that in your face now, because before it's always been hidden in plain sight. But you got to understand. If I find the link. Well, the thing is this. Now it's in your face. They don't care that you know. Right. They have all their people in place. 
on a global scale. Other leaders have been taken over and replaced. They are all doing the, the work. They work as one. This is an octopus is what we're dealing with here. So if, it, if they're saying that kind of stuff, and people, you're still watching television, you, you're still being mind controlled. I mean, we know about the frequencies and the colors and the sound and every the flashes and everything, you know, that's coming out of your TV and all this technology, your 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 fancy smartphones and all this stuff is affecting you. And, okay, and, you know, here it goes. I'm putting it on the chat line. Anybody wants to watch it? That's just one I, I, I found on YouTube. Uh, there's probably more. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's just we are seeing a world has changed right before our eyes, especially yeah. those of us who have been here for a long time. I myself am 67 years old. I've seen a lot happen in my lifetime. Uh, many of us have seen the change, this takeover. But anyway, there's ways that we can do and things that we can do to cope. We have to try to find coping skills. You know, uh, everybody is attacked in different ways. What works and for you one, have to adapt. Not to yeah. work for the other. That's true. Yeah. You have to adapt. You have to do something in order to see if it works, though. You have to try things and find out what works for you. You Yes, what works for you. That's the key. Because, you know, we're all, we all run on different frequencies. We, we got, Our DNA is different. We've all been genetically uh, tampered with, every single one of us. So, yeah, it's a very big picture, and it's a sinister uh, outlook. But there are ways that we can survive and get through this. But I believe a lot has to do with our attitude and our emotions and our negative energy. Because they control us through the fear and through the hate and the anger and, and the frustration and everything else. They're watching every single one of us. They know how to pull our strings, that's for, for sure. But we can't give up. I totally agree. Never give up. We are actually stronger than we realize. We, we, we haven't tapped into our power that's inside us. So, yeah, I think we can beat the machine. <laughs> but it's going to take one person at a time. You know, to learn as much as they can and to find the answers that you seek. Because it's not over yet. Oh, no, there's still a whole lot more that we're going to be seeing. So, anyway, I better run. So, anyway, I'll see you guys. You guys want to continue talking. I'll be open in about five, ten minutes. Talk to you later. This is Linda. Bye. We got any new new uh, TIs on the call that would like to say something? Again, any any new targeted individuals would like to ask a question or say something? We love to hear from new new 
targeted individuals. If you're shy, uh, come on and tell us some of your experiences. You don't have to say your name or anything. Yeah, moderator, we have a couple of people with uh, requests to speak. Can we get them turned on? We're dying here. Oh, okay, just a minute. What do you call two big snack sandwiches, two cheeseburgers, four world-famous fries, and a 10-piece chicken nugget Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, this is Corey. I wanted to announce my call after Derek call as Derek's is over. Uh, it's one three two three four nine. Hold on a minute. Uh, let me get a piece of paper. Okay, we just have a couple of minutes, Corey. You gotta make it quick. Go ahead, Corey. One more time. One three two three four nine. Got it. One three two three four nine, right? Right. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Uh-huh. I didn't want to leave you dying there, but I was muted and I couldn't talk. Everything was so silent. Is everybody there? Yeah. Okay. I'm not new, so I don't. We probably should have new people share, right? Anybody. We're dead <laughs> right now. <laughs> I can hear you saying, we're dying, Derek, we're dying. That's <laughs> ah, funny. Well, I thought tonight was a good call, you know? It, it was. Yeah, it was a good call. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh James, are you trying to get unmuted? I don't see anybody that's wanting to be muted, unmuted. Uh, There's a Southern California, a number two. Well, that's the music guy. That's not... Oh, oh. Okay, we won't Understanding North Council against the board. (laughs) Okay, that's the music. That's uh, whatever. I don't see anything else. I don't see anything else. Well, I just want to say hold on, hold on one second. He wants okay. to be unmuted, but I don't see. Uh, why don't you start eight so I can see where you are? James, can you start eight? We just have maybe a couple minutes, but we'll try to get you unmuted. Is that James Lyco? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to hear him. Yeah, if. If he star eggs, I can... He's at the I, top. He's, he's at the top, Derek. Oh, Very okay. top. Well, you got to make it quick, James. 
Oh, thanks. I just wanted to, you know, join in and whatever. James, how have you been? I've been okay. I've actually been on on the road because I got um, forced out of my last living situation. Now I'm make a long story short, I'm in Oregon and um, I'm probably going to stay here. 